Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, you're about to hear a tall tale from three dudes who don't know anything that they're fucking saying. So slide your big belt buckles over them bellies, put your hats on and get ready for some crazy shit. Lukey whips up some old fashions, just in time for old ways. Mike Shue talks about whatever the fuck Mike Shue talks about, and Russ is wearing a cowboy outfit. I hope you're ready for these dudes to get into it. It's old ways. You're not going to get those headphones over your cowboy hat, Russ, man. Oh, come on. Put the hat on top. I should have got it. I should have put a willy bandana on. Check. Yeah, you're good. What, are you are you still reading Shady? Oh yeah, slowly but surely. About after he met, like hung out with Willie Nelson, he started wearing the headband. <laughs> Did he really? His crew was calling him Willie Neal. <laughs> Willie Nielsen. Willie Nielsen. That's great. Yeah, they don't really fit over the. Over the hat. I mean, the uh, they hat need doesn't to make them cowboy over. hats that can you could put headphones. Well, Garth Brooks. Probably has one, but he yeah. he wears he wears an earpiece. So is this just a thing now, or we just this is just Neil Young Club for us? You, Russ cosplays every episode. I make episode based drinks. Like today, we're drinking the old ways, old fashioned, made with old granddad Kentucky Kentucky bourbon. I mean, there's not too many other things that are going to be a, a costume. I just got lucky with the fact that we had the shocking pinks, and then this. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, what am I going to do for landing on water? A pilot? I just assumed you were on your way to the uh, the Village People podcast you do after this one. Hey, don't dish, don't fucking dish on that one. That's a good podcast. Did I diss? Did I diss? It's called YMC. Hey, why don't you listen to Village People? <laughs> it's called the Macho Podcast. <laughs> In the no. Russ, you look you look like Chris Stapleton. I'll you do, it. yeah. It bothers me because I want to play. Like, I want to do this too, Russ. Like, I want to have fun like you have fun. But I, you you weirdly pull off all these costumes. <laughs> like, Mike Mike says he's not going to do it because he's Chinese. How do I dress up like a cowboy? There's Chinese There's cowboys. Chinese cowboys. Are there really? Yeah. Name one. What's that Jackie Chan movie with uh, Owen Wilson? <laughs> Luke just goes right to Jackie Chan. That doesn't, that doesn't count because he doesn't start out as a cowboy. I think he does, doesn't no, he? no. 
Every cowboy you see in a western is dressed with the friggin' stupid big sleeve shirt and the hat, and they've got a cue. I think you you're know? right. Yeah, and they're well, you know, and they're being beaten because they're not doing enough work on the railroad. Fucking Sergio. I know, right? What a racist piece of shit. Yeah. But did Sergio have uh, Sergio Leone? Did he have Asians in his uh, movies? If he did, he just made him play Indians. <laughs> probably. You're probably <laughs> Native, Native Americans. Yeah. yeah, right? They had Bruce Lee's kid play uh, an Inuit. Really? Yeah, I think I think Brandon Lee played an Inuit at some point. Not that this is relative to old ways. It at is. All. Because those That's were, true, because that was a shitty movie. And those were old ways. <laughs> That's right. You know? And you know, here at Long May You Young, you know, we we take time to listen to the old ways, reflect on the old ways, but essentially we kind of live in a in, in a new way here, you know, and so that we with, live in a we live in a cowboy way. That's right. <laughs> Not being said, we should say congratulations congratulations to the next president of the United States. The people of America have collectively decided that. That's that right. You guys all heard. Will, will we even know by this? This comes out Wednesday. No, this comes out today. I'm understanding, but when we're recording it, it's Monday. <laughs> no, People it's not. know we record on Mondays. No, it's not. Listen, this is live. This we is post live. Instagram pictures and shit on Mondays, <laughs> saying, "Hey, we're recording. Ask us questions." Stop ruining my bit. I was vamping to something. <laughs> Go ahead. Thank you. The next president of the United States. The American people have thought about it. And they voted, and it's Neil Young. Mm. Oh yeah, that's Neil right. Young for president. Yeah, that's true. Because a Canadian can do a better I don't know job. How I he's an American now. I'm sorry. Well, not really, but no, he's a he's a U.S. citizen. Yeah, now. he's he's been naturalized. No, he literally this year became a U.S. Right. citizen. I know, so he could but vote. he's but he, you know he was born in Canada. You could be born somewhere else and still be a U.S. Yeah, citizen. It's kind of against the law. You can't be born <laughs> anywhere else. <laughs> okay, Bruce Springsteen. I'm just saying. <laughs> It's a law. That's why um, you gotta be born in the why USA. Why do you think? Why do you think Trump was going after Obama about his birth certificate all those? Because he's racist. Yeah. Well, there. That's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. Maybe because he yeah. knows how to play into hey. the fears of the American people. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. They did be. the same thing with John McCain though, because he was born in, I think it was Panama. Really. But he was born on a Navy base, oh, which is technically that, you know, right. U.S. territory. So. You got a lot of that one. Syrup in it. Yeah. I actually like this. I and I don't like old fashions, like sidecars, old fashions, Manhattans, all that stuff. I'm not a big fan, but but Luke, you did a good job. I want on this. a little this is bit tasty. heavier on the syrup because I know none of, we weren't all. Plus, it's a Monday night. You want to know mm. why I can tell there's a lot of syrup in this? I've been off added sugars for oh, really? the past two weeks. How's that going? It's going good. I haven't. I've been doing really good, but it's been fucking awful because sugar addiction is like the yeah. one, like one of the worst addictions. Yeah, it's in everything. It's it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not like insane. Like if I go to a restaurant, order a meal, most likely there's probably sugar in something right. they used, but I'm not like doing that. But like I'm not getting lemonade anymore. I'm not getting sweets anymore. I look on even on the back of a peanut butter jar. If I buy that added sugar, I get the one without added sugar. But it's it, yeah, you're right. It's in fucking everything. Yeah. But the hardest thing has been not having lemonade or iced tea. So now if I go to a restaurant and I want something, I get unsweetened tea and just squeeze a shit ton of lemon in it. Uh, it's been really hard, man. Yeah, it's tough. Nights it's are the everything. fucking worst. Do you do? Because I'm eat, an ice uh, cream. I fucking love ice cream. Do you eat? Uh, you still eat carrots and and stuff that has natural sugar in it? Like oh yeah, I eat natural like sugar. Yeah, okay. as long as there's no right. added sugar. Oh no, added sugar. No added okay. sugar is what I'm doing. Yeah. It's because of the diabetes. Hi, I'm Chris Stapleton. I want to talk to you about diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> Chris Russ Stapleton. Russ Stapleton. Chris diabetes. Russell. He really does. It just bothers me, you know? 
Chris Russell. Can you, like what? What would I look like if I dressed up as a cowboy? You might look pretty good. Yeah, I look like know. Fat Garth Brooks. You'd look like one of Gene Hackman's henchmen <laughs> like in a- The Unforgiven. I'd look like Rob Schneider's character in The Ridiculous no. Six. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm hitting this. Let's do it, man. Let's get out of the spiral. This diabetes spiral. Diabetes washed over the land. Welcome to Long May You Young. It's the only goddamn Neil Young podcast on the prairie. <laughs> My name is Mike Shue, and over there, that's Luke Condon. How y'all doing? And then Russ Leather Dick Condon, his brother, <laughs> and they're both in the band Town right, Meeting. You can, who call are, me, you can call me Leather Dick from Leather now Dick. on, buddy. L.D. Condon, that's what the ladies call him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Old Leather Dick here. <laughs> oh, I've seen it. It's really made of leather. <laughs> to wash over the dudes. <laughs> and Look, we you're are just uh, doing the guy from Comedy Bang Bang. One of those fucking <laughs> yes, I am. The horse brothers. <laughs> I'm doing the guy from the Pace, you know, salsa commercial. So <laughs> New York City. New get York a rope. City. There's only like four cowboy voices yeah, you could do. That's true. Yeah. Listen, it's a, it's okay to copy someone if you like their style, such as Neil Young. Seeing Willie Nelson wear the headband. And- oh, my God. There's a really funny story about that. We're covering old ways. That's why we're talking like cowboys. Oh, I'm actually talking like a Chinese cowboy right now. <laughs> Give us your best Chinese no, don't cow- do like cowboy. Do like a, do go full in, though. Like what you think full Hollywood in. would make a Chinese cowboy. Give it to us right now. Like what, you, what, Okay, you yeah, ready? You know what I'm saying? Go for it. Hold on. You call this Peking duck? <laughs> Let's see. Why don't I blow one of your balls off? And then we'll see who the duck is, mister. How's that? Was that good? That was good, that was yeah. Was that good? Yeah, that was good. Right. I feel like shoes, like cowboy accent, is always just kind of an evil, like old-timey prospector type. Like, he always, he's the one that always, like, sap, like... Oh, like Tom Waits and the... Yeah. Uh, and the, what, was the, what was the Coen Brothers thing on Netflix? Oh, the Buster, Buster Scruggs? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. I'm old. <laughs> that one was such but a But you're one. older. That was, that was really good. Yeah, so we're covering old ways tonight, so that's why we're old, old-timey and cowboyish, because that's what that is. Just old a ways. big old cowboy cow pie of an album. <laughs> is that what you think? Is that your general thoughts uh, on Those are my general thoughts. This is another album, much like Hawks and Doves, where I don't think I'd ever go back to. Okay. If I if I if I had to, you'd probably it'd probably be a very extreme situation, like a funeral or court. <laughs> you would listen to this at a funeral. Well, you know, somebody maybe one of my friends really likes this album. They pass away, and I go in, and they're playing. What about a funeral in a courtroom? <laughs> they, I, I, you know, there's nothing I could say. I'd be under oath. I'd be like, I think this sucks, but it's for my buddy. <laughs> you know. That's yeah. true. He's getting buried with his boots on. We should say though, Mike, you are under oath right now. We make, for everyone listening, we make Mike swear on a Bible before he does right. this podcast. So. A Bible. 
I can't. I can't. Will you make him swear on a copy of uh, Shaky? <laughs> yeah, that's my Bible. Jimmy McDonough is my Jesus. <laughs> uh, Russ, your initial thoughts. I'm going to guess you loved it. Um, Based yeah, on your by your outfit. vest, I think he loves it. I wouldn't say that I loved it. Um, I, I, when I first listened to it, this to me, this is one of these albums where if you're in this mood, it is awesome. If you're not in this mood, it's not super easy to get through. For me, at least. But then, the more I listened to it, the more I, I enjoyed it. And But you also, if you're not a fan of that style country, then you're not going to like it at all. But, you mean if you're not a fan of the mouth harp? You're not going to quite I like them. I, I was saying you should put some mouth harp over our intro for this one. Can we not call it a Jews harp anymore? Is that <laughs> politically know. incorrect? I've never heard that before. You've never heard Jews harp? No, I've only heard mouth harp. Hmm, that's what my grandfather called it. I've heard mouth Maybe harp. Maybe he was anti-Semitic. He, he might have been, been. Or that shit. just might have been what they was called it. Was your grandfather a Chinese cowboy? Because that would make sense. <laughs> no, he was a Dutch coal miner. <laughs> <laughs> that's boring. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Where's Neil's coal mining album? He's so goddamn concerned about the farmers. Are there any more Chinese cowboys? <laughs> In this land? In this yeah, land? yeah no. right? I guess not. That's Snorting we, cocaine? That's what we figured huh? out. The whole thing is that there's no more Chinese cowboys. So not praying Or for there rain. never was, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> there's got to be, though. Where's Neil's album on that? Fuck those know. guys. Who, their hats. This is my birthday album. This is my birth date album. My birth, my Neil birth year album. Everyone's got one. Not everyone. Anyone cool has one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was born in '85, and this album okay. came out in '85. There you go. Yeah, August. Mm, August yeah. of '85. And I'm a I'm a June '85. So. What about you, Luke? Overall thoughts to begin with. To Sim- set, set the set the foundation. Similar to Russ. Uh, if if I'm in the right mood, I really enjoy this. If I'm not, I'm really annoyed by it. But I like it more than I have liked the previous two albums. So, more than way more than everybody's rocking, more than trans. And if I'm being honest, probably more than Landing on Water, although we shall see next week. But, uh, yeah, the mouth harp kind of annoys me. And I've never heard the Jews harp. I've either heard the mouth harp well, or... Well, the mouth harp is only on one song. Well, I've, I've heard the mouth harp, I've heard, and I've heard leather dick. I've heard it referred to as that as <laughs> right. well. Right. Like, yeah. oh, he's just playing the leather dick. Oh, he's got dick. that leather he's got dick, the old leather dick between his lips. <laughs> yeah. He's going to town on that leather dick. Listen to him. <laughs> oh, the memes that will oh, yeah. hopefully not happen based off Oh, actually, I, I did post a, a picture of the album on the Long May You Young Facebook page. Nice. So we can get some real-time comments. We already had a had a few. We'll, we'll do that when we cover social media. But yeah, we can b- bounce will, right into that. I, I wanted to shout out real quick, though. Last week, was it last week we had all the diehard references? The diehard Neil fan? Yes. Yeah, there were some great, so. <laughs> some oh, great yeah. fucking oh, memes that came out of Right, of him crawling through the air duct. <laughs> I think even John Locke gave that one a whirl, didn't he? I think so, yeah. But John D made a great one. John D had a good one. Nails himself. Mm. Yeah. I mean, John D's friend Nails. Yeah. However the fuck <laughs> things are. However Wait, you want to interpret it. Real quick, I wanted to go back to the initial thoughts thing. To me, this is another one of these If It Wasn't Neil albums. Okay. You would like it more, or you think... It- I just think if people... If it, if there wasn't the Neil Youngness attached to it, people... Because if you go and listen to Willie or Whalen, it, it, a lot of what Neil is doing in this album, he's hitting it spot on. Some of it. 
Mo- I would say most of it. Mm, yeah. This one to me, and the, the reason I feel like I like it a little more is you can really feel like he's going for something here. This feels genuinely like he wanted to make this kind of an album, and there wasn't any underlying reasons uh, for my, it. Yeah, my initial thoughts were, uh, this is forced. But then the more I listen to it and the more, as we do this podcast, the more we learn about Neil, the more I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't think this is forced. I think he genuinely, he means this. And, and then I started to really feel the genuineness of what he was doing. And I started to feel like, no, he's not faking or forcing anything here. He's really going for this, and he wants to do this, and he's enjoying doing this. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, I'm not disputing that he's enjoying doing it, but it does, to me, sound forced. It sounds hokey. It sounds like parody at times. It sounds like he's actually making fun of country music, when I know he wasn't, but it just, a lot of it, to me, sounds cartoonish. I think a, a little bit, but not as much as... Everybody's rocking to me sounds like a parody of that stuff. Well, See, there's, that's where there's no Tweedly Doos. To, <laughs> to go back to your what you just said, yeah, needs more Tweedly Do. Um, I think that I don't know. I I see where you're coming from, and I, and that was my initial thoughts. But the more I listened to it, and the more I really thought about it, like he brought Whalen in to help him with this, with this, and he. If you listen to a lot of that style of music, if you like, if you go back and just, I even did this for just for the sake of, you know, trying to really get the feel of this thing. You go back and put in Waylon Jennings or Willie Nelson or any of those dudes, and you go back to like the few years before this album, a lot of the production is very similar. Mm-hmm. The bass, the, the way mm-hmm. the harps, like the strings in certain songs. It's you say it's hokey, but that's what that country music is to to other people who don't who didn't grow up with that or don't love that. But like my my great uncle, for instance, he's like a huge Willie Nelson guy, loves Whalen, loves the, that whole scene a lot. So like to him, if this wasn't Neil, I don't know how he feels about this record. He's you know in his fucking late eighties now, but I, he smokes a shit ton of weed. He does too. smoke a shit ton of weed, but he loves that style. And so I would assume if he didn't know this was Neil, and maybe even he does know it, maybe he does enjoy it because it is a Whalen Willie sort of project, he probably loves it. I don't know. But my point is, for a guy like that, this is this hits the nail. Oh, fuck, sorry. That's Shit. two. But, That's two. two. But um, He said it's singular, though, so maybe maybe we're good. Okay. Yeah, we might yeah. be good. Okay. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but yeah, so I think, yeah, it sounds hokey, but it's, to me... Why it sounds hokey is because it's Neil. Now, to me, why it sounds hokey is because it's Neil trying to do what they're doing and not doing it like Neil. I see there are songs I don't see like Misfits. That's no, Neil. that's different. Yeah, that's his ode. There, to the there band are the songs Misfits. in this album, and we'll point them out as we go. Yeah. I'll point them out as we go through the songs where Neil sings like Neil Young. Yeah, but the majority of the songs in this album, he's putting on. An yeah, I mean, like at the top, at the top of any more real cowboys. He, I, he straight up sounds like Willie. Yeah, and get first. back to the country, and then he's, you realize he's, he's putting, not. He's not Willie because on. Willie actually comes in. So you're right. like, oh, but it, and like, you know what? You know what? Where, Waylon and Willie weren't as involved with this album as much as you think. 
Waylon and mm, Waylon, Waylon and Willie was, were in it a little bit. Willie was a little. Waylon was seemed to be a lot. Waylon played guitar and stuff, but you know what? There's a, I, I there's a story. I thought he write songs. There's a story where he hired every single top notch session guy in Nashville. Oh yeah. If you, go through, if you here. go through the yeah. there are personnel, a ton yeah. of people. You know what? And then there's guys he hired that didn't even play. Yeah. That were just sitting. He had people Fucking sitting sweet. around the, the studio waiting. And he'd be like, it was, this is like a Steely Dan move. And then you, you just hire and then everybody. You just and you're cut. like, oh, though this guy might sound better if you do it this way and stuff like that. So and got- Waylon was actually one of those guys. And Tim Drummond was complaining about that, saying, you don't, let, you don't have Waylon Jennings sitting in the studio waiting to be called on to play. Mm. You know? Well, so here, here's the scene. So you got all, you got like, whatever, fucking hundreds of top rated, like best fucking mm. in their field musicians hanging around for this album whatever smoking weed whatever they're doing eating bowls of chili and you just cut to david geffen and he's just fucking steam coming out of his ears losing his mind yeah exactly well that was part of the agreement here he could put out old ways if neil um david steve hired a real producer and made a real rock album i just fucking pictured that i just fucking pictured david geffen like larry david at the end of an episode just looking (laughs) in and just (laughs) and he's just fucking smashing his head against me neil (laughs) fuck you i'll see you next album yeah it's just he i think he went overboard elliot mazer said something interesting about these three albums that we just talked about he said um elliot mazer who Started producing this record and quit because he thought it was a load of crap. Because he had already recorded those early Old Ways tracks with him he thought were better. And then Neil just fucking fucked with him and made him sound like shit. And he said that Neil, for these albums, was more focused on style than content. So Neil went to Nashville to record Harvest, but he made a Neil Young album. He just did it in an environment that was in a country environment, mm-hmm. right? With this and everybody's rocking and trans, he immersed himself in the actual style mm-hmm. yeah. and he didn't really focus on the content. So that's what I'm saying. Some of these songs, he sings like Neil Young. A lot of these songs, he's like putting on like an act, yeah. you know, with his voice. And so he, he was focusing more on making an album that was like, like this is going to be the country album. All right, but it's not going to be a Neil Young album. It's going to be a country album. Is this the one that Geffen, Geffen sued him before this? Yeah, the the lawsuit was still going on what, during this album, right? Larry David Geffen. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. But you, you know, so he was like more concerned with this being a country sounding album than actual like a Neil Young album, right? You know, but on some of the songs, like you yeah, mentioned, Misfits, is, Misfits know, is a I very know. Neil I Young song. To, I just think to Neil Young, what is a Neil Young record? A Neil, Neil Young record Young, is pretty, even trans. pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> even trans is a Neil Young record to Neil Young. Right, but he he went to the, the See, point where because I feel like you're being a little bit David Geffen right now. No, not at all. Larry and David Neil Young's Geffen? not no, being not Neil Young enough for you. No, no, it's not that at all. I'm saying that if you listen to stuff like like Harvest, drop it, Luke. I can't. Go, drop know. it. Okay. Drop it. Okay. Like I'll he was, stop. He's he, and he has some songs on this album that are that are what I'm talking about, yeah. like Misfits yeah. and My Boy. Uh, yeah. I. I. No. I want you to point them out to me as yeah. because I think I'll agree with. But he was more yeah. concerned in this album sounding like a country album than the actual songs. 
Yeah. Like in Everybody's Rocking, he was more concerned about how everything sounded. He wanted to sound like it was made in the 50s at Sun Studios. Yeah. You know, and he wanted to record it as simple as possible. In Trance, he wanted it to yeah, sound but like I mean, Kraftwerk. That's, that is a part of Neil Young. It is a part because, of Neil Young, but I mean, the song think about how suffered much of a, for it. How much of an uh, audiophile, how obsessed he can get with with quality and with the the way things are recorded and you know he's he's a geared nut he's like he right he, and that gets in the way of writing the songs that's what got in the yeah. way of the songs on it know. started on reactor <laughs> you know and then that's what got in, like like sure sam- but there's still good songs like on sample reactor. and whole yeah there are the ones he didn't fuck with too much and he didn't go overboard with the sinclavier mm. you know uh, sample like i reactor just heard perfect someone sent us a acoustic version that he recorded for MTV Unplugged of Sample and Hold. Mm-hmm. And it is so different. Huh. And it's just, to me, it's better. It's like that acoustic so version I guess, of I guess uh, it's, Shots. Yeah. I guess it's what you mean when you say writing because are you talking about lyrically? Because lyrically... No, I'm talking about like... The whole production of it. The whole... Right. I'm, he's, he was more focused okay. on the overall sound as yeah. opposed to the actual song. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he wanted this to be like the cowboy album. Sure. But not just like a Neil Young album. He wanted it to be a cowboy. So he wanted to create the environment and he was more focused on that than actually. Mm-hmm. And that's where the I songs. think if that's what he's going for, he fucking he did a great job. I almost Well, said. yeah, he he did a <laughs> He did a great job. Yes, he creates yeah. a definite mood and an environment here, yeah. but I think the the songs <clears throat> suffer for it. I'd like to hear some, some of, of the stuff some he of them, recorded. Some of them do. Yeah. 2 years before this. Although know? This kind of flies into you, and I don't know, maybe correct me if I'm overstating this, but I feel like you have a lot of faith in anything that Briggs does, and this was recorded at his house, wasn't it? I don't know if it was recorded at his house. I, I read this was recorded at... I love David Briggs, David but Briggs's I don't house. think he's infallible either. You he's, know, he's he was... And then he David Briggs will tell you there was just too many people involved in this record. Too many people. And... um. He didn't exactly have a whatever, good time doing whatever this Whatever the castle, Franklin, that's where most of these are. But it's just to me that it was just too... The castle, Franklin, Tennessee. You know, like... Oh, like, but then one of them says recorded at House of David, Nashville, Tennessee. Is it only one song? But most of them, yeah, most of them say recorded at the castle, Franklin, Tennessee. Only one, the only one that says it was recorded at the House of David, which I guess I would assume is... I, David it actually was Briggs. recorded at David Koresh's. Could have been David Briggs. Larry David Koresh. I mean, sorry, David Geffen. Larry David Geffen Koresh. Larry David It was Briggs. Larry David, House of David. Larry David Geffen Briggs Koresh. <laughs> it was my boy. That Which was one was recorded at, at Briggs's house? Uh, my boy. Okay, that makes sense. See, that's, an out, that's a like song that song. where he sounds like he's singing That song normally. made me cry a little bit. Oh, it's a beautiful song. Yeah, because you guys have kids. It's yeah. it's like well, and no, and it's you like know Transformer story. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That when that I song first, is actually I, about Zeke and not Ben. That's what I figured. Oh, okay. I actually yeah. figured it was about Zeke. But the, that one, when I first heard, it, I was like, eh. but as I've listened, I I've grown to to enjoy it. Yeah, I've grown to enjoy it. But I mean, it's no. Yeah, for someone who has a a kid, it's definitely more like it probably hits a little harder. It's no Harry Chapin. <laughs> it's no Harry David Chapin. <laughs> When you're coming home, Dad, I don't know when. There's some Chinese cowboy holding me up in traffic. <laughs> you just you know like, how they drive. Now you just sound like the bad guy from Lost. We're going to need the boy. <laughs> John Locke will like that. You better. Uh, can I 
switch paces here for a second here. This is where you're going to... No. So I was uh, on my computer Googling our podcast to see if it came up, and none of the... Is that the same thing as Googling yourself? Uh Uh-huh. See, that's just like giving yourself I've never Googled myself. Is that weird? I've Googled my band. I'm sure you've Googled yourself. I've yeah, go- I've Googled myself. Yeah. I have a Google alert for myself. Actually, I, I, you're, I li- had you're one lying. No, no, I really do. I had one of those for a while because I just. That's how to I've see known if- about a couple of the like um, uh, album reviews we've gotten and stuff. Really? Yeah. And it's just me, it's just to check if it's the facts. Yeah. Know, people. Aren't yeah, well, just no, for you, it's to, just to make sure that that picture of your asshole hasn't leaked yet. Get it? <sighs> Ew. <laughs> I just. Making something up. I want oh, when you okay. thought it, I wanted to say asshole picture and leaked in the same sentence. Do you look in the mirror, Russ, and say, Would you Google me? I Google me so hard. I Google the fuck out of me. I Google plus me. <laughs> I Google plus me. No, anyway, so what I'm saying is Google washed I want to apologize to our international fans <laughs> because we uh international youngsters, I should say. International harvesters, maybe Yes, there you go. <laughs> Very good. Uh, because five star reviews do not show up on our. When I look at Apple Podcast reviews, it doesn't show up. I had to go to a third party site to. Re- so I'm going to read some of these. Some of these may be oh, old. That's interesting. Okay. But uh, this one. That's weird. You mean. You, wait, so you're saying they're just not giving us five stars? No, they're giving us five stars. Because fuck them. <laughs> no, they're giving us five stars. <laughs> they're giving us. Five, hey, hey, fuck. Chinese cowboy, take it down a couple notches. Fuck those please. boys. It's like the Midnight yeehaw, Cowboy. Yeehaw, yeehaw. <laughs> it's just Midnight Cowboy, but Chinese. Great. Hey, hey, don't be a Korchmar. Oh, stop. Not yet. No, not not yet. yet. I'm not cutting that shit out. (laughs) Fuck that. Uh, All right. So this one is from Julian C. Hefe. Hefe. He's a boss. uh, Mm. From Canada. Five star review. Oh, from Canada. Titled hashtag FNM. Wrote a review for you guys a long time ago. Seems that never got posted by Apple. Might have been because it was largely an expletive-filled rant about Stephen Stills, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> this is a true fan right here. Um, That's awesome. Anyways, the podcast is always interesting and hilarious. Keep it up. Particularly enjoy enjoying the recent episodes on some of his lesser works. They generate a lot of interesting discussion. Hashtag FNM. So that was actually in October. Um, some of these are much older. Okay, so here's one from September. This is from Jay White 333 from Australia. Uh, he says, hash, uh, not hashtag, he says, long may you youngsters, five-star review. Love the podcast and Uncle Neil. Funny, informative, and loose. At the end of the Zuma podcast, you guys ruled out doing LMYR as it's such a train wreck of an album. Lo and behold, next episode of LMYR. I laughed so hard, I almost crippled my Creek Ferry. Oh! <laughs> uh, and then... <laughs> this sounds like a classic Luke or Russ, and then it won't let me read the rest because it just cut oh. off, which is kind of annoying. Really? But I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to look. How up. do you find those out? How do you get to have read the three those? dots? I'll find it them? and I'll send it to you guys. Yeah, um, it has the three dots, which means he wrote more. I'll. Uh, oh, you can't click on that, and it yeah. doesn't give you. The they list. wrote more. Is that a he? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, get your pronouns right, Luke. Shut the fuck up, cowboy <laughs> Russ. Uh, this Get your is pronouns right there, kid. This oh, is from Sweden. Washed over this is from indeed. Sweden in uh, back in August. Erotic <laughs> Eric, erotic, oh, erotic Eric, Eric. wrote Ooh. best Neil Young. That's... Where is he from? Sweden. Yes, oh his my name God. is Erotic Eric. I like the Neil Young, but I like to listen to Neil Young while wearing the unwashed lederhosen. Play ya ya ding dong, ya ya ding dong. Guys are just Bruno. <laughs> um, 
Okay, what the fuck? All right, he just Sorry. says, yeah, let us hear Sorry, from Nero. He says, best Neil Young podcast. He you says, would like it. Love this podcast. Don't quit. When you do the live show tour, please come to Sweden. Cheers. That would be awesome. For our one fan. We'll only come to Sweden. If Erotic if, Eric does a dance That's for us. right, exactly. In Russ's <laughs> cowboy suit. Well, maybe just the vest and nothing else. <laughs> Thank you, Erotic Eric. Um, another five-star review from Canada. Um... In, it says, a must-listen for Neil Young fans. In-depth conversation and, an- and analysis by smart, personable hosts who go over each album mm. one episode at a time. What's not to love? To this podcast, I say... Is this written by a bot? Long may you run. <laughs> ah, I thought that, that was nice. That's about this it's podcast? It's from someone named Secola. Yeah, but they said we were smart. Yeah. Okay, so that actually leads... <laughs> That leads me to this, this other review. Yet. So this is oh a th- boy, here it comes. No, this, this is a is three. It. This is a three star review from uh, Canada. We can't read it then. But this <laughs> this made me think of okay. So Russ, me and you have both been watching the Queen's Gambit. Yeah. Fucking love, fucking loving it. Oh, it's all. It makes amazing. me want to play chess again. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. I've never really did, but but it also makes me not want to play chess because of then how I'll be into so it bad people get. So l- yeah. let me read you this review because this makes this ties into that show a little bit for me. This is from Bushed Brewer in Canada. Um, three-star review. He says, fun, but loose with facts, man. Maybe it's from the, the, the dude. <laughs> fun, but loose with facts, man. Uh, it is fantastic. Yeah, man. It's pretty good, but not a lot of facts, man. <laughs> New information has come to light, man. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. Hey, where's the facts, man? You got to get the fucking facts right here, man. Donnie. Yeah, right on, man. <laughs> what the fuck was all that shit about Nam, man? <laughs> So what was all that shit about the facts, man? God damn it. Hey, buddy. <laughs> the big Labrigsky. <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. That was the moment right there. The moment when the Luke dude had the idea to do this whole big Lebowski Sam Elliott bullshit. But while we're on Sam Elliott, here's a quick Sam Elliott fact for you. Sam Elliott doesn't really get the fascination with his mustache. Anyway, we're going to get back to this review or whatever and get into the album in a bit. Thanks for listening. It is fantastic to, he says, it is fantastic to listen to a bunch of rusties discuss each NY album. They need a quote-unquote fact-checker regarding their use of names, events, and the times. Hashtag fucking Neil, man. Yeah, but we're, well, like we're what? pretty like, honest an about example. that anyway, though. That yeah. I don't know. That we could be but, way off. But so that's, to me, it's like, I don't, like, I love Neil Young. I wanted to do a podcast about him. I But then there's always going to be this, like, elite group of Neil fans. That well, just, I think even, even Shu sort of eclipses us with a lot of oh, that. Oh, totally. Like, he comes yeah, in but, with a lot you know, of the... It, it's, it's like, the, but Luke's right. There's... I'm not calling that particular person who wrote that right. review this, but there are fascists in every scene. Yeah. You oh, know, 100%. whether it's Neil Young or Metal or, you know, you're a right. deadhead and it's like, well, I got their bootleg from Knickerbocker Arena in 77. You have that? There's only like 16 of those. I have a burrito. You know, so it's like... <laughs> a veggie so, burrito. And, and every burrito, scene, man. in every scene, there's those people who yeah, are like... Have you're, a fucking burrito, you'll man. Never be, you'll never be hardcore enough. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, but I appreciate him. I, mean, I wish he would like... You know what I say to him? I would the, say... Start your own fucking Neil podcast, then, <laughs> right? Because this is there's only one. Give us two more stars, shithead. Yeah. Well, I'd like to, to see if he could send us, you know, the facts sure. that we got you know wrong. Because I'd do? like to know. I'd that like to know what wh- I got wrong. That was written a while ago, too. You know, for on this while we're on this big Lebowski theme, I say we get fucking Dan Moshpit and Exotic Eric together, 
and we send those two guys after this guy wrote us a three star, and we just you know I feel like you give, have, him stars, pee, give him the stars, give him the stars, Lebowski, and fucking pee on his rug. Yeah, yeah. Send I, the throw, Swede over there to pee throw on a his ferret rug into his bathtub. That's right. You just where's the two stars, Lebowski? You yeah. just bring give up, him the stars, Lebowski. <laughs> you just bring up Dan Moshpit because you want to hear me. Do I just want to hear the yeah, the yeah. Dan Moshpit theme. That Get I a have. circle pit going in your garage. <laughs> Fucking too right. much, but. You want me to read what they've said so far yeah, about old ways on yeah, the? Let's do uh, it. So you can find the uh, Long May You Young Facebook page, uh, and uh, so I posted a picture of the album cover of Old Ways and James D. Clark. Is that um, that's not Nails's friend, is it? Jimmy fucking Clack. Jimmy Clack. I don't know. I don't think so. You know his brother Goohead? <laughs> fucking guy. He's still in Walpole. Yeah, he, he fucked up. He killed a guy in fucking Walpole. Yeah, but Walpole's got the best fucking slice, dude. <laughs> um, Sammy Pedarinos. <laughs> oh no! Don't start the pizza thing again. <laughs> Neil Papalardis. <laughs> they use the fresh mozzarella. First of all, mozzarella. Who are the Italian cowboys? All of them well, from, 19, from 1955 right. to 19. That's true. Anything Ennio Morricone did the fucking uh, music for. Nice pronunciation there, Russ, man. It's probably right. I don't know. Uh, James, Ennio Ennio James D. Ennio Clark uh, calls this album thin. Neil Young presenting as inauthentic, the emphasis on singing well. Possibly Neil Young's worst album. If not oh. for the existence of Landing on Water... Healthy contender for the top five worst Neil Young albums. Jeez. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, Sam Bradley says, can't pinpoint exactly why, but I really enjoy this record. Probably my favorite of the 80s. Okay. Surprised to see so many youngsters feel the opposite. It's not a lot of catchy tunes, talented guests, and some great pedal steel playing by the man BK. Good old BK. Even though he doesn't do the majority of it, but... I've been throwing it on occasionally after a long day and always find myself enjoying it. Well, after a long day, I like to throw on old ways. Yeah. With a an old-fashioned... I like to rustle up the cattle. I like to get myself an old ways. Sit down with a couple of satchafrashies. All right. Get cunkled by my wife. That's right. Satchafrashies and cunkles... What the hell are these boys talking about? Well, it beats me to death. I don't have a goddamn clue what these fuckers are talking about, but they're gonna go on and keep telling you about social media shit. So if that's something you're into, keep on listening, because these dudes are doing it. Your favorite uh, youngster, John Locke, says, I think it's a pretty good record, but it's definitely one of those records that I don't revisit often. Not because it's a bad record, but rather it's because none of the songs truly grab me, except for Are There Any More Real Cowboys? But that's probably got more to do with Willie than anything else. At the very least, it's his most straightforward album in years. Huh. Yeah. Here's yeah. Scott Parks who simply says, I, I dig it, that. but I really like all of Neil's 80s records. Whoa. I saw Scott, that. you should start a podcast of your own called 80s, 80s Neil. 80s Neil. Oh, my God. 80s Neil, man. 80s Neil, man. What the fuck? No, don't. we shouldn't be telling people to start their own Neil podcast. You I'm were the sorry, first I one that did that. that. I know. I take it back. Um, take it back now, y'all. Gary Atkinson says, great musicianship, patchy songs. How can you not like a jaw harp? Jaw harp at the top of a tune. Oh, not oh. a Jew harp, you racist. And what? That's not racist. That's bigot. That's I'm a Nazi. Oh, <laughs> and one album okay. closer landing. One album closer to landing on water. 
Uh, Aaron Martell says, ugh. That's U-G-H. Is no, that, I know. Yeah. I didn't want to say ugh. I wanted to say that. You didn't want to be Charlie Brown? Ugh. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. You didn't want to be Chinese Brown? Chinese Brown. <laughs> Thanks a lot. That sounds racist, too. I, I got a rock. Uh, uninspired country snooze fest. You can't even say, quote, this sucks like trans. Just blah. Yeah, a lot, lot of mixed reviews from yeah. the youngsters here. Yeah. That's fucking Neil, I think it's what Russ says, too. you got to really like this style. Yeah, you, you do. Know, you guys are talking about, is it your grandfather? My great uncle. Your great yeah. uncle. Right? Yeah, so he uncle really David. loves that, uncle David, yeah. that Nashville. Uncle David Briggs. That kind of late 70s. <laughs> no, he actually, his name is David. <laughs> early 80s kind of country with the strings and yeah. George Jones yeah, he loves, kind he of loves thing it, like man. that. He's like a big yeah, Willie so, guy. You know, we should also... We should also brag that we were going to be on the same huge stage with Willie this year, and then we got COVIDed. Eh, we don't have to bring that it up. Sucks. Well, it does suck, but hey, we almost yeah. made it. We were almost big time, folks. Your your lovely two co-hosts here from town meeting were almost uh, on the main stage. I know you could have seen Luke and Leather Dick with the rest Lu- of the good band. old Luke and Leather Dick. Leather Dick. <laughs> Is that the solo album? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just a big LD and a like. Well, that's weird because Luke gold and Boston. Those are Luke's initials. Well, that's that's the thing. Luke Douglas, Larry David. It's a secret tribute to your brother. I got to rewatch all of Curb now. Great. Uh, From the uh, Neil Young subreddit, did you see this guy? Uh, He and I totally forgot about this, but Bob Dylan has a song called Tweedly D. No way. Dumb. Yeah, it's on Love and Theft, which is a great fucking album. If you guys haven't heard it, I don't know if I have heard. It's one of his later. It came. uh, It came out after. Time Out of Mind, so it's like okay. a mid-90s album, huh. but it's really good. Mm. It's excellent. Um, these guys, this is uh, this guy's talking about, uh, let me see here. Okay, so this is from the um, Everybody's Rockin' episode from Zuma15. I've been meaning to explore some Neil albums I've never listened to before, so you guys are giving me an excuse to do so. This is the first Neil Young album I've listened to that I'll probably never revisit. Huh. Talking about Everybody's Rockin'. Okay. I knew the slog through the 80s was going to be rough. I feel like a little kid on a long car ride to freedom. How much longer? Are we there yet? (laughs) About everybody's rocking? About just going through the 80s. Going through the 80s. I I kind of feel the same. And it's also, I mean, not to get like fucking dark, but it's like the beginning of the summer and into the summer going through like starting... Everyone knows this is nowhere, and, and even into like some stuff I hadn't visited a ton, like Zuma and Stars and Bars. Stars and Bars. I'm yeah. like, this is great. I love doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. I love listening to these albums. You I would get to the end and you just would call, say, "This is good." Uh, rock and, <laughs> no, sorry, rock and roll uh, music. music. Yes, yeah. I w- and I loved it. And now it does feel like a slog. Right. Well, we me. only got a couple of albums left to slog <clears throat> yeah. through. We're getting. We're not far away from Harvest Moon. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? We're a couple albums out from Freedom. Yeah. Mm. And then one of my favorites, Ragged Glory. I'm sure yeah. that'll be contentious. I don't know. I don't think I know Ragged Glory at all. That's like his big reunion. Like, Well, he did Life with Crazy Horse, but that's when they finally gelled again Okay, on mm. Ragged Glory. Yeah. But no, um, so, so far, I, this is my favorite of the 80s besides Reactor. So. I have some. I have an Instagram thing we all have instagrams russ well yeah but i have an instagram along the young instagram people's pets have instagrams posting <laughs> responding to the the everybody's rocking post okay. mikey long music says i finally caught up pretty woeful album in the ny catalog however classic ny style 
re the middle finger salute to mm-hmm. DG's Make a Rock and Roll album request. In context, the album makes much more sense in the canon. The quality control waters are a little murky in the 80s for Uncle Neil, but there are some amazing moments to come. Thanks for the laughs and quality banter. Also, Mike, uh, shoe emojis. He, like, literally put a shoe emoji, so and then S, so Mike shoes baritone range. Mikey, that's awesome. Yeah. Mike shoes baritone range provides a warmth to the commentary that would otherwise be lacking. That means he jerks off your voice. Wait, listen. Kind of le- he says, le- hold on. If you let me finish, it gets even better, and that makes it much more funny. He says, a baritone range provides a warmth to the commentary that would otherwise be lacking. Kind of like a blowjob to the ear. Keep up the great work all. <laughs> Hashtag you. FNM. Well. There you go. Mikey Long Music. Go ahead. Give him a little mic. Thank you, Mikey Long Music. If I could stick my tongue in your ear, I'd do that right now. <laughs> but I won't because I'm a cowboy, and cowboys don't do that unless you Let's see that ride. stupid Brokeback Mountain movie, which is bullshit. I never kissed any of my cowpoke. <laughs> Let's ride, boys. You, you know what sucks about Brokeback Mountain? I really wanted to like it. Because I wanted to be progressive, especially at the time, but it's just not a good movie. It's pretty good. Oh, you didn't think so? I no. thought it was really good. I, I didn't like it really at all. No? Was it Ang Lee? Yeah, I, I, I thought he, I think he's done way better movies. It didn't. I don't know. I just it just didn't do it for me. Randy Quaid's finest performance since uh, Christmas Vacation. Randy Quaid was in that. Yeah, remember you should spend less time stemming the rose. <laughs> no, I don't even remember. Remember because they think, lost they lost a couple of sheep or whatever. Eight, and, oh yeah, yeah. I think Ang Lee doing Brokeback Mountain is as close you get to an Asian cowboy. That's very yeah, true. No, that's a good point, Russ. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Of course, youngsters, chime in if you know any Chinese cowboys. I bet you there's a bunch that we're not thinking of. Yeah. Hopefully we have listeners in China. We that might. can let us know. You know. I don't know. We haven't gotten any reviews. Hey, Chinese youngsters. Well, they probably, they probably ban them from doing reviews. Oh, that's and, true. You know, they don't have Apple in China. We did, I they? feel like we got a ch- uh, Japanese review. Did we really? But I don't know. Ooh, the would rare be, Japanese import racist? review. Would it be really? I think racist? it was a one star though. <laughs> I have to. Ru- I have to run this by Shu. Would it be really racist if we called them Chungsters? Yeah. <laughs> okay, plus, that, yeah. those are fans yeah, of that's, Wang Chung. That's yeah, right. that's right. <laughs> don't get the Chung that's involved. What I mean. That's a whole other. That's podcast. our other podcast. Yeah. That no one's heard yet. That's right. Long we're, may you Chung. We're getting there. Yeah. Don't clear. <laughs> don't don't do a racism check with with Mike. <laughs> Why? Wow, you know who our president is. That's that's. I'm the hey, least, least racist person. You know what? You know what would be guys. worse, Luke, if he was asking you I'm if the, that was yeah, racist. Right. I'm the least racist. Hey, Luke. Okay, Russ. Hey, you Luke, can make Irish racist? jokes and Polish jokes. That's right. It. Yeah, that's all I get. Mike can that's make fine. Chinese jokes and now apparently Dutch jokes. Right, Dutch. Jokes. <laughs> yeah, he can and make Slovak. Jokes. My grandmother was Slovak. Yeah, he can make too, clogging so. humor. Yeah, <laughs> he can talk about. That's right. Yeah, he can talk about pastries and cheese, and he can yodel if he wants. That went over like a lead windmill. <laughs> I would say all that shit went over like a lead windmill Well, but that's a tale for another day These boys do go on though They say they're gonna get into it right after this But as all you good youngsters know They just keep on talking about themselves Well, let's keep on listening anyway all right. All right. Should we? What do we? Let's go into this thing. Wanna, All right. So, old ways. Um, little background on that. Mm-hmm. It was uh, at a session for Bobby Charles. Which album was he hanging out on? Was it? 
Was it Stars and Bars? I don't remember. Or, or was it uh, Comes a Time? Bobby Charles was hanging out, and he was the guy that was rolling the joints, according to Ben Keith. But he had a session down uh, in Willie Nelson's studio. And Neil Young went down there to help him out on, on some guitar and got to talking with Willie. And that's where Neil like totally like became completely dedicated to this project mm -hmm. and doing the cowboy thing to the point where he was wearing the headband and started wearing like the same kind of vest as Willie and the crew was calling him <laughs> Willie Neal mm -hmm. <laughs> at that point. <laughs> so he would, and this is also I would like, imagine being around Willie though. It's probably kind of intoxicating in that way where you just like, Man. especially with his weed that he smokes. Yeah. Holy fuck balls. I remember. So when we first, we did, uh, the, sh the small stage for Willie once like five years ago but we didn't know what the situation was going to be it turned out like we were just on a wayside stage but it was still cool to say like oh we played a Willie yeah, Nelson show yeah with Willie Nelson but we we didn't play <laughs> yeah, with him yeah we didn't get to meet him or anything. but like in your you head you don't have to say that no we, and we <laughs> no, don't but... depending on who we talk to <laughs> right exactly <Yeah. laughs> but but like the point is our names are on the same right? paperwork That's all yeah, exactly. it's on the yeah. poster man yeah. but but you don't going into it it's, but when you first get the news you're at least me, I'm like, oh man, like, what if we meet him? And then I'm like, what if he like offers me a joint? And I don't smoke weed, like, like very occasionally. And at the time, I hadn't smoked at all. And I'm like, I gotta, ha I'm gonna have to do it if he hands me a joint. I'm gonna have to well, fucking do it, dude. Listen, if Willie fucking hands me a fucking joint, I'm gonna have to take a puff. You know what I'm saying? You gotta smoke that weed, Jesus brother. Fucking Christ. <laughs> But it's just I don't know it it just I I feel like you're right like guys like that like really any everyone has like their their idol that they love but then there are guys that are just idols no matter who you are do you know what I mean mm -hmm. like yeah. and I feel like Willie and Neil they're just they're icons and anyone who gets around them is just fuck like it like I what the fuck would you do if you met Neil do you know what I mean yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'd I'd probably just like stammer and just do my Neil impression <laughs> yeah, for him. Yeah, I'd be like, "What the I'd fuck like, happened with old ways?" <laughs> no, you, you would not. You fucking liar. <laughs> Although, actually, you might. We've seen Mike. <laughs> I, I Mike mean, is is nothing but honest. I'd true. love no. I, I you know I I you know what I'd ask Neil about <laughs> what. So, what's it like being a time traveling? <laughs> And then you'd get shot. And then you'd be like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Like, Shut up. Yeah, he'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then he'd come over and he'd whisper in your ear, don't ever fucking say that again. I'll fucking rip your head off with my teeth, I've asshole. heard your podcast. I sucked face with Napoleon. Go fuck yourself. Is Hashtag this FNM, you or Neil? That's Neil. Oh, I didn't know. No, his voice would change. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. I, I'm just the Canadian folky who likes to rock. Yeah, his, and then you time, get his time traveling fire voice is different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> getting here is like, I taught Hitler everything he knows. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Jesus. You know, he'd be like, it's terrifying. You I, know what I mean? I named it the Jew Harp. I know, right? Yeah, it's just, he'd be just totally terrifying. Wait, I don't, you know? I actually okay, don't, well, enjoy the show. And I, don't like like, this, well, I don't like this dark version know, of Neil right? as a time. I like him being a benevolent time-traveling I'd be vampire. like, I have a fucking vial of holy water in my pocket It right wouldn't now. work on him. You don't think so? Only water Oh, he'd probably just phase out. Like, who do you to... think you are, leather cock? <laughs> it's leather dick, by the way. Not Le for Neil. Leathercock is the Walmart <laughs> ripoff version of Leather Dick. Well, like, we need to. Let's please. Leathercock is that S and M rooster they keep. Only water doesn't work. Only water from Lake Ontario. <laughs> Go ahead. Because I'm Canadian. All right. Let's go. All right. So, um, also at this time, this is when Neil like was really embracing <clears throat> the Reagan era. 
Yes. This is where the conservatism yeah. came out. And he was actually... I don't actually, sense that in these songs that much. Well, he, he... I actually don't it's, either. It's not militant in these songs, but he is expressing things, the same things that Reagan and the conservative side of the country was saying at the time, which was family values, right? Mm-hmm. Man and wife, kids. Yeah. You know, strong defense. You know, don't, don't put down America. You know, that kind of stuff. Hey, but Russ, you can't hear it because I did the Devo thing and I put it as a... He put, <laughs> I put it subtly underneath. If you slow it down, you can hear me say, let's repeal Roe v. Wade. Let's in, repeal Roe v. Wade. It's in Ben Keith's guitar. But during his interviews... Hey, don't put down BK like During that. his interviews, it's, he was really... Like, his interviews never. were, like, yeah. totally, like, out of control. We like, should, he, was, he was just saying that, I'm tired of people putting down America and criticizing America and Someone should have just politely been like, hey, Neil, you're not American. Yeah, he, yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah. El, yeah, it was Elliot Roberts. You gotta his go manager, into the future. was saying that. He's like, what are you doing? First of all, you're ruining everything. You're, you're fucking turning people against you, and you're Canadian. Right. What the fuck are you talking about? But he, he went off on, like, he, and that was part of this whole country thing. Now, you gotta. Do you think this is another way of him? Because you all, you lo- love to bring up Neil, the hippie thing. Yeah, him rallying, like being like the hippie dream is dead type of thing. Do you think this is like his most extreme, being like the fuck the hippie dream, it's over type of thing? Do you maybe think? that's you know I never thought be. of that. Yeah, it could yeah. be but that. that's but that's a that's an excellent point. It might be that, but because this is like the opposite. But he was right? yeah, I mean, it's the total opposite is, of what he was saying. Because yeah. he was like he's the guy who wrote Ohio, right? Right. Yeah. You know he was totally against Nixon, and now he's for Reagan. Right. You know. Yeah. So, but at the same time, he was. I think he was laying the foundation. He saw what was going on with Geffen, and I think he was also. There's two two paths this could be. He was. Trying to fuck Geffen, Geffen to the point Ew. where it was like, where it was like, you sound I'm just, like Neil. What's wrong with he? He yeah, actually, Luke. he actually said to <laughs> you Geffen, sound like Neil in the eighties. Don't he, say ew. No, it's a good point. He actually said to Geffen, like, you you gonna keep this lawsuit going? Fine, I'm just gonna keep making country music, and I'll just keep making yeah. country music for the rest of my career. So he was kind of using it as like a threat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which seems a little. So is his where, motivation is that, where, seemed where, Is that like in shaky or where does that where where were like what's the resource for that? That was in shaky, but I'm trying okay. to find the interview. That was like like a melody maker interview or something. That okay. uh, I'm sure it's on YouTube. Jimmy McDonough. If you look up Neil Young interview, 80s or something. Yeah, 85. <laughs> but he was also down. Like he was like putting down rock at that point. You know, what? He, he, yeah, he was like he was like I'm through with rock and roll. He said. How many guitar solos can you play? I've had it. I think I'm going to make country records for as long as I can see into the future, which is a very time-traveling vampire thing to mm-hmm. say. Um, but then he made yeah, that but threat. In his with, defense, there was a lot of a lot of fucking. I don't know. You want well, to he make also, fun of rock in the '80s, don't you? Yeah, I do. Well, because I agree with him. It was a lot. Don't you start shitting on hair metal, Russ? <laughs> but he was also like, um, you know, I this. He said something to the effect. Um, where is it? I'm joining Rat. Yeah, that's right. I want Stephen Piercy to sing with me. <laughs> Warren D. Martini is a genius. <laughs> he was okay. So he told this to the Boston Globe. Um, the Fucking longer, Boston Globe. The longer you sue me for playing country music, the longer I'm going to play country music. Yeah, Either you back man. off, or I'm going to make country music forever. And then he also said. Rock and roll doesn't leave you a way to grow old gracefully and continue to work. 
And he said he believed in country music and the country music community more because the rock and roll scene was more backstabbing. And it was, there was a, he said there was a ton of payola involved in the rock and roll scene, which I, I guess I could agree with. Nowadays, but you can't tell me, you can't world. tell me but that country music is not country music is always, there's always been anymore. payola. It's, it's yeah. not like a genre. Payola isn't a genre thing. It goes, it crosses all Yeah, genres. it goes whatever the radio is. Right. Or whatever was, now it's not so radio. So was he like setting up? Like, he knew he was in trouble with Geffen. His record sales were going way down, right? Yeah. So he was trying to set up a country career here. And then maybe that's why he was saying all that stuff about Reagan and, you know, that whole thing he said about faggots handling my groceries, Ugh. you know, and, and uh, you know. Who yeah, knows I want to find that, cut. too. Like, what the fuck was that? I do, but that I don't. Was, um, I know. I almost don't want to find it I know. and know that it's true. It's fucked up. No, it was. Uh, cool. I have it here somewhere. I think that may have been the Melody Maker one. And then he, his shoes look. Yeah, Melody like, Maker. Oh, actually, he fuck, says that was something I said. He said you go to a yeah, <laughs> damn it. He said you go to a supermarket and you see a faggot behind the fucking cash register. You don't want him handling your potatoes. Oh God, I hate that he said that. Yeah, and that then like at, really at, bums me out. At one of yeah. the farm aids, he was stop doing this podcast. At the farm, one of the farm aids, he said uh, Al Gore was supposed to show up, but Al Gore instead went to a gay pride rally. I think in Washington, and he said something to Good the effect. For Gore. Well, he's well. Neil was at Farm Aid going. You know, the vice president was supposed to be here. Maybe instead of some gay parade, he should be down here supporting the American farmer. Ugh. Wait, this was when Al Gore was the vice president. Yeah, so this was in the nineties. He yeah. said that shit. Yeah. The hell, Neil? Yeah, that's fucked up. Well, now if you now he's all about like, you know, gay Those, rights. You know what? And Those stuff. are his old ways. That's true. that's right. That's why this is called old ways. Yeah. It still so maybe, bums, it still really bums me out. Yeah, like, it's annoying. It's well, so it's stupid. That's what I'm asking. It's like he's, he's fuck set, you, Neil. For yeah, that but one. you know what? Though? Is he setting himself up for to like have a country career? Because he said like you could be 75 years old and still tour and be a country artist, and you don't look silly. It's not a young man's game. Well, so I think there's probably a few factors. I think he, I mean, he he toured these crazy rock albums a, a shit ton. He probably got crazy burnt out by him he like the whole lifestyle that came with it mm-hmm. and he like a lot of those tours ended in disaster and fights and do you death. know what i mean negativity death yeah. in country maybe he's always had kind of a fondness for country oh, he loves country music you know yeah. so yeah. It, and so maybe he just <laughs> thought this is the a, a gentler way to yeah like, but keep i mean career going. i guess but look at shawnee cash that guy hasn't had a He's probably had more fucking crazy shit than all those rock guys have had. That's you know? very true. Yeah. Look at um Hank Williams Jr. Yeah, yeah. dude. Those Bo Cephas. Those those country guys. Yeah, look are, at yeah. Look so, at the dudes in Florida Georgia line. <laughs> fucking yeah. Yeah, crystal at, meth and shit. <laughs> just kidding. That's really. A joke. I don't know. I'm just, I just made that up. Or I don't those, know that well, at all. Or those racists over in Lady Antebellum. <laughs> it's Lady A now. <laughs> no, it's. Well, like David, he he would go on tour with David Allen Coe during this time. David Allen Coe was like a total acid head. The guy would like constantly be like tripping balls, hmm. you know, every time he was on stage and stuff. So, but look at us. Look at the who are the people, his contemporaries at that time in the eighties. Yeah. You had Crosby, Stills, and Nash who was still doing it. And he also didn't during this album. He reunited with those dudes for a tour or for a show or something, didn't he? It was Live Aid. Live was that what? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he also told that's when around this time I think it's when David Crosby went to prison. Larry David Crosby, right? Larry David Crosby. <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, but and he said that 
you know, he'd get back together with them if he got out. Hmm. But um, so think about that. So you have Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and who else? You have Eric Clapton, right? I'm thinking of guys from the 60s. Yeah. Musicians from the 60s who were still doing it at the time. Joni yeah, I guess Mitchell. if Neil was hanging around Clapton, he'd become a racist, homophobic prick. Well, he right? never was never racist. Just seemed just, extremely homophobic. Yeah, yeah. Kind of homophobic. I don't you think know Neil ever crossed you know that what I gotta, You line. know what I got to say to that, though? Like, and not but this, it's not really that much different. But not that it's any excuse, but yeah, like... You're still, you're yeah, still prejudiced. still yeah. shitty. And I, so, like, you and me were raised very conservative, and I remember having conversations, you know, all the shitty things that Christians say that love the sin, hate the sinner, that are, like, very homophobic, and yeah. but, like, they're whitewashed to make it seem like I'm the good guy, and I'm just trying to... And that's, like... But it's still the same thing. It's just not as aggressively saying it. It's saying that you're wrong and bad for being gay. Yeah, and but, but I mean, I don't agree with that. Neither just do like I. I don't agree with Neil, but I, Neil didn't have an excuse for religion to make that a thing. That's true, but he had... I'm not making excuses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, f- I felt that way probably when I was in, like, the eighth grade because that's what I was raised yeah, to believe. Were, yes, but, but it isn't until babies. you have personal experiences with it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, when you have friends come out right. and then you reevaluate all these shitty things that were just ingrained in you. Yeah, and I guess the culture wasn't wasn't where it needed to be right so but not i mean again no it's not sure. an excuse he shouldn't have said that awful fucking shit but yeah. i mean look at all the movies that were out at that time too a lot of that sh- that was just normalized yeah even when mm-hmm. i was in school we were still saying fag which is awful right yeah it's terrible and then and like smear the queers regular thing it's just a game we played yeah. right yeah but you it's know like you, awful you, you know shit. at that age it's really you're just, terrible right it's accepted it's like yeah. um you know my grandfather would use the n-word right really? you know yeah. but i i I, my grandfather didn't have a mean bone in his body. Yeah. And I couldn't think, say he was a racist, but I mean, he accepted my father. Okay. You know, my father, I can't even imagine what he thought when my mother came home with my father, this guy who was still learning English. Yeah. You know, at the time. And, and, um, and he had a little cowboy hat on. He had a little, really small <laughs> one, though. Real small. Real small. <laughs> Almost like a yarmulke. The belt buckle was bigger than the hat. A yarmulke cowboy hat. Yeah, right. <laughs> he was a mess. Jewish cowboy. A yeah. He was a Western. Right. <laughs> this is this is no, I, no, I, yeah, that's, it, it is a thing of age, too, because I know some older folks who are all about like black lives matter, but still will like drop that word. And yeah. it's like, or say colored it's, people. Yeah. It's or just something. like, they don't, it's like, again, it, we talked about this before. Yeah. It's about, it's about intent and context. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you, you know, I know when my grandfather said that he didn't have, he had no intent on like, you know, thinking he was better than anybody else. Right. Yeah. It was just something that they're less than with. that. Someone's right. less than exactly. him or something. Yeah. And, it's, it's, and it you, you mentioned like cultural thing. You know, you had religion. Mm-hmm. Religion was an excuse—not an excuse, but religion was something based on the what you guys were taught about homosexuality. Yeah, I'm going to make a comparison here, and tell me if I'm way off. Okay. So Neil like immerses himself in the country music scene. Yeah, with Willie and Waylon. I was going to go that way. Goes yeah. with Austin City Limits. He sure. Play, he plays on Nashville now. The Opry. He's playing state fairs. Yeah. He's saying what he's saying in interviews. He's playing to the bass. Mm-hmm. Would you equate this to Bob Dylan becoming a born again Christian? Maybe a little bit, yeah. Maybe immersing himself in something like he was tired of what he was doing. Like you bring up a good point. He was probably burned out on like the rock scene. Yep, and needed to shake things up. I guess it's better to burn out than to fade away. But... 
That's from something. I think. Yeah, that's from a song. You should write that down. Yeah, you should write write that down. down. Yeah, that might be something. But so and Dylan kind of did that. He immersed himself in this in this faith. I always say he did it because he had writer's block, and by giving his life to Jesus, he kind of shook things up, and he and he made three albums, some really good songs on them. That were faith based, well, but I mean, you, you know, they also weren't. and not to get too into this, but like back then, especially you had your Billy Grahams and your Keith Greens, mm-hmm. and it became very emotion based, and they really like evangelicals really learned ways to trick you oh, emotionally. They know, how to, they know the right chords to pick, right? The right but, atmosphere to create so, to make you just like so, feel you know. But so what I'm in sa- touch. What I'm with, saying is like this is why a lot of addicts end up becoming Christians, and if it better's their life, I've no problem with it, but they're really just replacing a drug with, with Jesus or Buddha yeah, or whatever. Because it's a high. It really is a high when you or a when crutch. you when yeah, or a crutch. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Right. And I'm not saying that's bad all the time. I'm just saying like if that if it just becomes a replacement instead of yeah. A, but like to what Mike was saying, it, if it when it becomes dehumanizing to other people based on their sexuality, their um you know, their skin color for fuck's sake. Like when, it, right. when it, that is a part of it, that's when it becomes really problematic. Oh, totally. You know, when it's, when you really do believe, Oh, I'm going to live forever, you know, peacefully and in absolute pleasure and bliss. And those people are going to burn for all of eternity right. because and they're it's, attracted it's, to men or because they're black or because whatever. Right. It's like, that's when shit is, well, or even if they're a woman, and it you know sounds I mean? like, like heinous and harsh now because it is. Yeah, but also like I remember justifying that shit in my head, not yeah, the skin absolutely. color thing, but the gay thing definitely. Like yeah. I rem- I just remember, like when you believe something and it's pushed into you, you start to like create ways for this to be right, and like you just come up with. The- I remember reading a book we got. Call, <laughs> call, Go ahead, Luke. Well, I remember reading a book we got in church called Contagious Christianity, and it's just like, and I loved it at the time, and in hindsight, it's like, wow, this re- they really are just training you to become salespeople for something that they don't even sound like they believe that much. And I saw you like move your head back, react. That's like the tip of the iceberg for the oh, yeah. crazy oh, see, shit that we were like the, some of the movies we were fucking. Oh, see, I thought it was shown. But I thought he was going to describe the opposite. I thought oh, it was really? like Christianity is like a disease or something. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Right. no. It's, it's just more but it's like just, how to win people. It's very over. manipulative. How to make it and, I, and I'm okay. not. Sh- it's, it's very manipulative. It was very manipulative. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not shitting on Christianity. I'm shitting on evangelicalism, and I always will because that's fucking garbage. But like, well, you I, have experience in that. Yes, I do. And so, so I. It's coming from an it also, informed. It's coming from yes, an informed source. It is, yeah. and like both of us grew up in that, and. The thing for me was when I first sort of left a lot of that, I, I felt a lot of anger towards it and I felt betrayed and all kinds of emotions. But now I'm at a place where I, I am trying to empathize because I was there right. and I didn't know any better because there was no way for me to know any better. And now I do know better. Right. Yeah. And I'm constantly trying to grow. I'm constantly trying to evolve. You can't even use that word in evangelical Christianity. You can't, yeah. But my point is, wow. dude, Evel- I had a shirt that said, no scientist is going to make a monkey out of me. Oh my god! It's just very anti. That's how the ape evolution, evolution starts, dude. I'm telling you, it was fucking wild. Yeah, it was wild. It's it almost shit, like, like you almost you, got a respect yeah. of the like. This, oh, we like, couldn't, and the whole stubbornness, thing, like, this whole swearing thing. No oh god, way. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah wow. dude. This is gonna be a long podcast. Well, I'm just yeah. saying. So uh, that's that's what I'm thinking. Like, 
is he immersing himself so deeply into this because I he think was so a, either I so burned out valid, from rock? I think that's a valid. Or way. he was he was having trouble I mean, writing. Think, songs. There was a lot of, and again, I don't want people to think that this is us making excuses for Neil's awful behavior. But to to what you're saying, he was burned out by probably a lot of things at the time. And think about all the shit he was going through with his family. You know, there's right. yeah, there's that's a, still going on at this point. Yeah, and he's yeah. getting sued for being too not. I mean, for, sorry right. for not being himself enough. You know, right, yeah. he was he was in a weird, right? Eighties right. were just weird for everybody, right? Especially, I guess, Neil Young. Yeah, but I don't know. He made this album. We I, think, talk about I this think that's album. valid, though. Like the the culture of country music <clears throat> that he had already like admired and loved, and that got him like look at Harvest that like right, got him yeah. where he was. I don't know. For the first time that he that he kind of blew up, so yeah, oh yeah, that was his that was yeah. the album that propelled him into that next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. You think, but he, you, but to go to actually agree with what you had said earlier, Mike, Harvest is is not it's it's Neil Young country. This is this is a, this him is trying to do a yeah, country. This is album. him trying to do a, a Waylon Willie. He's not using country here. Right. He's trying to be country. Where in Harvest, yeah. he was using country to create. Mm-hmm. Instead of immersing himself in the scene, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Yeah, th- we should dip dip into yeah, some songs. So, so into this it? is not on Spotify for anyone listening along that only has Spotify. That's you have, you got to get the Neil Young. You have archives. to get the Neil That's, Young archives. It was though. It was the it was? only one. Yeah, yeah. We, me and Lanka were for, talking. For weird, yeah, it was the only one. It was the for only a while. one. Now it's the one. And that's then, not. and then it was up there with everything else for a long time. And then yeah. it was just recently, I think. Uh, it, it used to be it used to be it was it, like this year it was and now it's just not there yeah which is odd but whatever so we're listening via the archives and if you want to you hi-fi should, i very mm. strongly recommend yeah. getting the archives for yeah we i mean we've there's a wealth of information on there. we've yeah. beat that pal you know yeah you know but that being said so <laughs> so when i go to these i they're like i might not be able to go to like certain minutes but we'll try but, oh uh, yeah, oh sure, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Let's hop into this. Here. I don't think I have too much of that anyway, but this is the uh There are a lot of people in this in this album. Who's the Dolly Parton sound alike? That's Denise, Denise Draper. Draper. To me, this listen to those fiddle, those strings. Oh God! I wanted them to sound like wind. Get it? Restless wind. Get it? That's another thing that bothers me. It's like Scorsese putting the rat at the end of the fucking Departed. He didn't need to do that. You're explaining the joke or the fucking thing at that point. That yeah, is, that one that's has beautiful. That song's beautifully yeah. cinematic. Yes, it is. Be- you don't think it's overly cin- cinematic? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, also, at the same time, it's overly. Do- it's just overdone. There's yeah. just too much fucking going on there. It you think sounds, there's a little too much of "There's a World" in there? Yeah, absolutely. It's more, not less less Disney, more Oklahoma. Yeah. You know what I mean? A little Rodgers and Hammerstein. Yeah, but yeah. it is. It is beautiful. It's, it's cinematic. Yeah, That's yeah. the cinematic, best word for it. It paints a picture. There's yeah. no doubt. 
Like, I, I mean, mean, I'm wearing the furry chaps yeah. and nothing else. The assless chaps. He yeah. literally is, though, listeners. He actually is. Right. You know, and it's just like I'm out there riding on the plane and I'm eating hardtack. You're and the I'm, naked rider. I'm the naked rider and I don't fry my bacon naked. I'm not stupid. But she, this girl sounds exactly like. Am I wrong in this? She sounds this, just like Dolly Parton. Yes, this absolutely. woman does sound I th- like. I thought for Dolly sure Parton. it was Dolly Parton and I got mm-hmm. very excited because I'm a huge Dolly fan as. Any sane person would be. Have you? Mm-hmm. Quick side note: You seen the uh, documentary? Yep, it's oh, great. So me good. and my wife watched it the other oh, night. It's so fucking great. Where is it? It's on Netflix. It's, on Netflix. it's oh, really good. Yeah. yeah, she's great. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's it's she sounds very much like Dolly. I don't know if he meant that. You think he meant? For I that feel to like sound he like, must have. But I feel. I like bet he asked Dolly. He he must he have asked did. Dolly. But why wouldn't she do it? I don't know. Maybe she was busy. Five. She was probably. She's working. She was a pop star at that point. The thing about country. She was working nine to five. Yeah, that's true. So her schedule was a little off. What a way to make a living. (laughs) She was just getting by. Oh, Russ liked that one. Um, Sometimes a real dumb one gets Russ. Yeah. Well, that's why I keep trying. But I don't know if that's why he wanted Denise Draper. Who who gives a shit, man? Because fucking Hargus Pig Robbins is playing. (laughs) Let me tell you something. Let me tell you about Hargus Pig Robbins, the only man that Jerry Lee fucking Lewis let play piano on his records. (laughs) That's not. There's no way that's his real name. Hargus Pig Robbins. Hargus. Let me tell you something, man. In the South, they have really weird names like Staples and Sandor, (laughs) you know, and shit like that. There's some, you know, Beauregard, and there's all sorts of fucking funky names like that in the South. Staples and Beauregard were your two. So I've never met anyone named Staples. It's because I knew people named, I knew a guy named Staples. Yeah. Was that a guy named Staples? I was going to make a dumb joke. That was easy. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, very good, Russ. Very Excellent nice. job on that one. Very I'll, good. I'll that, that was one. good. Uh, I <laughs> want to talk about. Let's talk more about the band because this has. It said what? Like eight, this has eight hundred. This has eight hundred people Fleck on it, it, right? Bela Fleck plays the banjo right. on this, and Bela Fleck's one of the best fucking. He's amazing. Yeah, unfucking oh, yeah. believable, and you don't get enough of him in this. No. This is one of the. That's the thing. That, he's got these amazing yeah, musicians and you don't, on. Like Marty Stewart that. plays. I know Marty Stewart. And it's like I don't hear him. He's anywhere, got a really. whole fucking career on his own. Yeah, Marty Stewart's unfucking like, believable. That's like why Tim away. was supposed to be on this album, but whatever. He's you know if Bela Fleck called that one. If yeah, Bela did. Fleck convinced Neil Young to have Future Man on this record, yeah, it or, would have been a lot better. Or Back to the Future Man, Marty McFly. Oh, jacket voice. Yep. Say Hargus Pig. Also in this band, so a lot of the, actually, I think the majority of these songs, probably 95% of them are produced by Ben Keith, as well as David Briggs and Neil Young, of course. But, um, so Ben is in the band. Um, is he, is he playing on this one? In this one, I, um, I, it, Dude, the the list is so fucking long. I know there's hard so like, many people. Well, because that play this one on has the strings, so and I think the, that was a problem with this album. Ben right? is not on, is not playing on this particular yeah. song. No, is it Ralph Moody? I don't think there's any. The man with the magic fingers. There's no. <laughs> someone else is playing harmonica too. See, that's fucked up. That is Terry McMillan. Okay. Yeah, and that's something Elliot Mazur said. He said Neil. You're not playing guitar. You're wearing guitar. Oh, okay. You know? And Neil's a fucking awesome guitar player. He's, yeah. But you know what? Don't tell me Neil had to bring in a fucking harmonica player. Yeah, that's, that's dumb. That's bizarre. That's stupid. You Someone's know? playing that's an like, auto harp. 
There's dude, the band is fucking huge, but Bela Fleck is probably the biggest name I see besides, you know, Hargus Pig. No, That's right. That's Waylon right, Jennings, obviously. He plays the electric on this one. Then there's David Kirby, Grant Boatwright, and there's a southern name for you. Yeah, Grant Boatwright. Johnny <laughs> Christopher, Ray Eddington, and Neil Young all on acoustic guitars on this one track. I saw Grant Boatwright snort a rat turd at VMI when I was back there in the day. <laughs> But um, the shocking pinks are on this on this uh, fucking no, record. Oh, boo! Yeah, because it's the it's the same band. It's BK, it's TD, yeah. and it's KH. Carl yeah. Himmer, uh, Carl Himmel, Himmel, whatever the hell the yeah. fuck you say that is playing drums. Not Himmler, Himmel, Himmel. Yeah, I don't oh, know if God. he is there's on too this much, song. Yeah, he is playing drums. There's too much drums. Nazi in this podcast. Already. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming from you, he too. Is. Christ, he is playing drums. Carl Himmel's. We playing get one drums. Swedish fan, and you just. <laughs> I just go all but, Aryan on but, this. Um, and then uh, Tim Drummond is... Right, yeah. But I don't think he's playing bass on this particular song. But Tim he is Drummond... On, he um, is on the record. He, a, he told Tim Drummond... Tim, but those are the, that's the back of the Shocking Pinks. Yeah. The, if, as long as you... If you don't include the vocals guys, whatever right, those guys were. The Redwood City Boys. Yeah. Yeah. Tim Drummond has a funny story about this. Neil wanted him to play a certain way, which was basically... That what doom, you hear that doom, that basic yeah, country, that country thing, thing yeah. and Tim Drummond said, "Neil, I play with you because I don't have to play that way usually. That's why I like playing with you. It's probably he, why it's Joe Osborne right on the bass he, in this tune. Tim Drummond called it eat shit bass, <laughs> and that's why Tim Drummond wasn't in the touring version of the International yeah. Harvesters because Neil was like, oh okay, uh, well, sorry, eat I'm shit taking, then." Yeah, you can eat shit. But to eat shit but bands. to Neil's stop naming bands. So Tim stop. Drummond, <laughs> I mean Tim Drummond's not wrong, but also Neil's right if he's going for that country thing. Because if right. you go listen to any of those right. those country albums, that's, that's what the bass sounds standard like. Bass line. It sounds exactly yeah. like yeah. that. Right. You said Waylon is on this song. Yeah, he's on electric. Oh, yeah. okay. he's not singing. Yeah, so. you'd hear him. I, I was think a wayward wind. <laughs> yeah, that's a really bad Waylon. Do your Waylon. No, not right now. We'll get to it later. Do your Chris Stapleton. I could do Chris Stapleton if you wanted me to. No, he couldn't. Do Chris Stapleton in the jacket voice. In the in the jacket <laughs> voice. You're in. Sweet Oats. Gotta be. <laughs> or Chris Stapleton's younger southern brother, Staples Stapleton. Staples Stapleton. You're in. Warm as a glass Staples of brandy. Staples Stapleton. <laughs> jacket, jacket Stapleton. Strawberry wine. <laughs> Although you know this is a great in, like first song for this album because this song it's not his like Tex I think Tex Ritter had a hit with this yeah um, but if you read the lyrics it's Neil it's like yeah. I just kind of you know I'm I didn't a know this was a cover until I looked it up I'm yeah. a wanderer I don't stay in one place you know don't count on me to stick around yeah kind of thing and that's kind of like his story pretty yeah. much so I can you know it's a good first intro song I just think it's way the next one's written by Neil right. I think every other song is on this album. Get yeah. back to the country. Because this is a Neil song. Yeah. There's those, that Snoopy melody. I don't, I don't know why I hate it, but I just don't like it. It's just really hokey. Yeah. It's but cartoonish. I like this, this is cartoonish. I like this. I like it. Dun. Dun, dun. Listen to him singing. Listen to him singing.
I like this song. So that's Waylon. This is actually, I actually really like this song a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know you probably don't. I don't like, you know, I, well, you know what? It's a good tune. I don't blame you. It's just, this one just, it gets me going. It's just like a. a Minus the mouth harp. I don't. I, I really enjoy this song. Yeah, the mouth harp really makes it the jaw harp. Just totally like, it, it's almost like a parody of country music. Yes. Right? But was that, were, were people doing Holy that a shit, lot? You're at the right. Time? If it, it's listed on here. Yeah. It's listed on the back of the record as Jew's harp. Yeah. Terry McMillan, that's, who played harmonica in the first song. Yeah, that's Weird. that's what I first, when someone but, you know, uh, told me what it was, that's what they first yeah, called Yeah, you're right. It, so. it was called Jew's harp. It's probably called something different. In now, I'm sure every it's the region. jaw harp. Yeah, yeah. or whatever. But, but um, Waylon is, uh, is, uh, is the vocal there. Get back to the country. Yeah. Which yeah. is which is good, but it just it just sounds again. And this is Luke's favorite fucking fiddler here. Rufus is back. Yeah, Rufus is all Rufus. over this album. Fuck yeah! I just think it it just sounds again. It's like a parody of country music. It sounds overblown. It's almost like from the city. This it is should Ralph be. Mooney you know what? It should be um, in the city slickers soundtrack. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yes, as as it's like in some more city slickers too. Yeah. I agree, Luke. You know the one City where they search for Curly's gold. Yep, absolutely, Curly's gold. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, can I? Uh, so I just can, I, that. So I, that's why I don't like it. And let me tell you something. Did you guys listen to any of that International Harvesters? Album, no, I wanted to, but I didn't. You remember those two live tracks we listened to from Lucky Thirteen? Yeah, with yeah. the shocking pinks and how fucking good that was. Yeah, that's just like this. There's a whole album of how this. I bet. Yeah, of this band that he put together, and it's so much well, better. Is that, than it is, is on that that would um. Is that what California Sunset is? Yes. Okay. That's the live one, yeah. right? Yeah. Where he goes, Golden State, or something golden like that. Golden State at the end. The Golden State. <laughs> I know, right? The Golden yeah. State. Uh, we don't. Like, yeah. Yeah. Speaking out. out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's exactly <laughs> that, Mike. Sacramento <laughs> is the capital Speaking of out. the state. Speaking out about ah, the Golden the state, state. bird is the meadow lark. I took the Southern Pacific. San Francisco <laughs> and L.A. and San Diego. He just starts naming them. <laughs> Established like in 1843. <laughs> yeah. Mostly due to the gold rush. But yeah, so that was that. that pati- we'll get to California it. California yeah. Dreamin'. Uh, <laughs> That's Beach bad. Boys. Um. But if you if you listen to the International Harvesters record, it's all live. The band where is, is that? The, is the that band that's is, on the archives. It's then? on the archives. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, it's excellent. It's from this time, and the music sounds much more vibrant. Yeah. You know, there's that spark to it. Yeah, yeah. And Neil's singing normally. He's not yeah. turning on some kind of accent. Yeah. And they're just kicking ass. It's yeah. country rock. Okay. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, and I'd rather, if, like, if you want to listen to Neil Young doing country, I suggest you listen to that album what instead year of this did they, one. What year did he put that one out? That you know? one was from this tour. But he didn't But he didn't put it, it out till like, yeah. years. It was, like, I don't know. It was, like, late 90s, early 2000s or something, 2000s yeah, or okay. something like that. All I'll right. have to go find quick, that. Quick fact about the Jews Whoa. harp, because and that's what it's called on Wikipedia. Okay. The Jews harp, also known as jaw harp, Mouth harp. Okay, so we were right. The goo goo. <laughs> the goo goo. <laughs> Hold on. It gets weirder. The dolls. It gets weirder. The leather dick. The goo goo. The gwimbard. Come on, stop. The gwimbard. This is just is a that Luke how you bit. Say that? This no, is a Luke the bit. comus. Stop. The trump. You're making things up. The trump. Yep. Wait, Lowercase t. The comus. The comus or. However, isn't that that little K-H-O-M-U-S. bit of K H O M U S? Isn't that that little bit of skin on the backside of your penis? 
Isn't that the Comus? I don't know, Mike. Is right. it? God. I don't know. It if a doctor's like listening, it. why don't you whip it out and we'll take a look and find oh, you out? You whip if it out, if leather it say, dick. If it says on the back, would you fuck my Comus? <laughs> I'd fuck my Comus. The Comus, the Trump. I want to chink your Comus. The Trump. I'm, I swear to God, why? it says this: the Ozark harp, the Galatian harp, Jesus. or the Merchunga. Too many names. The Merchunga. It's that's a strain of weed. And then it's. Yeah. <laughs> Hey man, give me some fucking kerchunga. Man. These are oh, all strains of weed. Hey buddy, but the earliest depiction of someone playing uh, what seems to be a Jew's harp is a Chinese drawing from the third ah, century yes. BC. Ah, and curved bones discovered, yes. maybe whale bones discovered yep. in oh. the Shimao fortifications. In Shaanxi, China. Yes. They're believed to be the earliest evidence of the instrument dating back to before 1800 BC. Wow. Yep, that's right. And Jeez. then it says, this is why it's called the Jews' harp, why we call it, why it's called that now. Uh, there are many theories for the origin of the name. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, the name appears earliest in Walter Raleigh's Discovery Gianna in Good 1596. Spelled Lou's harp. <laughs> Say vagina. Yeah. Uh, the jaw variant is attested in 1774. <laughs> the, ju- the juice, also juice harp, mm. it was called that in the 19th, 20th centuries. So, uh, both theories. Say may that because the instrument was actually made, sold, or imported to England by Jews, or purported to be so, or that it was attributed to the Jewish people, suggesting the trumps and harps meant materi- mentioned in the Bible and hence considered a good commercial wow. name. So they called it that because they thought it would, they would sell them more. So is it racist? Because it was mentioned in the Bible, like the Old Testament, when they're like... So it's kind of racist? I don't know. It's mm. religious. I think everything's kind of racist. It was invented by, invented by the fucking Chinese, though. Well, right? let's just call it the Gugu from now on. Yeah, I'd rather it's call it the Gugu or the, the Merchanga. <laughs> yeah. We should make a drink. <laughs> we should make a drink <laughs> no, called hey, the Merchanga. Hey, man, let's get some Merchanga. <laughs> oh, man. I had like it's five like Merchangas last Rogan night. Kind of. oh, I got it. Oh, yeah. My comus is all worn out. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, this, man. this is fantastic. Loop. That's excellent. You know, we learned what that is and where it comes from. Last episode, we learned what a jelly roll was. That's right. This is a very educational podcast. They're Mm. always genitalia related. I know. There's always some kind of fucking genitalia involved. (laughs) All right. right, Let's let's move on. Yeah, get back to the country. Oh, no. We just did that, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Are there any more real Chinese cowboys? (laughs) (laughs) I love the start of this. Yeah. It's really pretty. It sounds like a, some other song, though. It sounds like a Neil song. Are there any more Until real cowboys? Is he trying to imitate Willie? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was Willie. I thought this verse was Will Willie when he started singing. Hit the iron one more time. Hey, hey, Willie, what do you what do you think? And will one more dusty pickup come rolling? I can hear that bass you're talking about too that eat shit bass yeah well I hope that working cowboy never dies not the one that's snorting cocaine Willie sounds great Willie always sounds good but the one that prays he really does I fucking love Willie Nelson. Nobody ever had to tell Willie Nelson to keep it real. Ben Keith on Dobro in this song. Oh, good. All right. Nice. And Neil plays harmonica in this one. Oh, good. It's the harmonica sounds great. Yeah. That's. I think that might be why I like this song is because 
people are playing their appropriate instruments. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I like this. I mean, I, the sentiment is a little odd for Willie to be telling people to not do drugs, but... Well, I don't think he's saying... He's not saying that. I don't think I I think the message is, like, be a real cowboy. Don't be a fake bullshit, like, rhinestones cowboy. Like, a real cowboy isn't... Isn't snorting cocaine because he's working on the land. Because he's fucking... He's getting up and he's punching those doggies. But then again, mamas, don't let your babies grow Grow up up to be cowboys. cowboys. Chinese cowboys. That's right. (laughs) That's a great song. I fucking love that song, um, man. I don't know how you feel about it, but that's no. I, I love that I too. I love that. Not song. the Chinese cowboys version. No, but the real no, one. The, the real Chinese one's cowboys better. version. Yeah. <laughs> well, Neil said in a Rock Bill interview, it's about working, taking care of your family, making life good, trying to be sincere about what you're doing. Wait, so are you? And meeting? that's what America is all about. Are you I'm, doing Neil as a country? guy? I'm doing okay, Neil yeah. Young, country on Neil. An accent. Right, you're doing yeah, country, country Neil, Neil. Yeah. right? I'm doing Young Neil from uh, Country Neil, Sex Country Neil and the, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> the International Harvesters. Yeah. The Kubotas. So, so if you, Country Neil and the Goo Goos. That's everything that, that like yeah. Reagan yeah. was preaching about in the 80s. And, you know, I like the message too. And the good thing about this album totally. is that it kind of gave birth to Live Aid. Absolutely. And there's not, yeah. there's truth to that not too. Live Aid, I'm sorry. Farm, Farm Aid. Aid. Right. And Farm Aid fucking is, is right. great. Oh, yeah. And and I like, there's definitely truth to a lot of that. Like, like farmers being the backbone of this nation and like how this country runs on farming and, and all that stuff. But it's just like, it gets watered down with all the other bullshit that gets thrown in there. Kind of like everything else, I guess. I don't know. What are you, ta- are you talking about the song? No, I mean just that the whole sentiment of like working class people. and. Oh, right. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, the, give, yeah, yeah, you got to give it to the working man. He's busting his ass right. out there every day, but really, what are you doing? Right, and Reagan like, didn't do you, shit for the working no. class. You no, know he did I mean? not at all. But he masked no. it as if that's all he cared about. Right, sounds but very when, familiar. But, yeah. Neil, but Neil, we know Neil really does care about that. No, right. he, that's something you know, he was totally he sincere drank a little about. bit of the Kool Aid, and, and did, still yeah. to this day, he's very sincere about the Goo Goo Independent farmers, and so yeah, I think he means this song. Oh, yeah, absolutely, and I think Willie. Sounds great, and he probably means it too. He probably got sick of fake ass, you know, cowboys or whatever. Just that whole scene where they're taking some of those real good mentalities of, you know, working with your hands and mm-hmm. and working on the land and farming and shit like that, and then making it into whatever, treating women like shit or something, you know. And so when did when did the movie Urban Cowboy come out? That's a good question. Because that, that was, was like seven. That that was. No, that was eighties. Was that it eighties? Early eighties. Sure? I thought it was like that was the whole start of this of what we are listening to now on commercial country music stations. Who, what was Urban Cowboy? Was that was that John, John Travolta? Travolta. Yeah. Travolta, that's right. And Deborah Dad Winger. Likes that movie. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Scott Glenn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nineteen eighty. Okay, yeah. so I, I would have said it was seventy nine, but so that's you know they're probably talking about this. These are the people that they live in the city. They dress up like cowboys and they go to fucking Gillies and they hang out. But then there's like yeah, real, they're not there's, really working. There's out. real not, ranchers. There's yeah. real farmers yeah. who but worry if, about the weather and and who yeah. worry about getting yeah. paid. And like, is there, are they going to feed the their family this year? Between like and, Nashville cowboys, right? Where exactly. where there's uh, like you go to what is that that remember the strip in Nashville? Yeah, Broadway. It's every just other all fake bullshit. Every other yeah. every other store is a boot store and right. a cowboy hat store. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then it's a, a dude. You're a fucking accountant. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. But again, I, I just feel like when I hear it, it just seems like it's a little 
overblown to me, even with Willie in there. Yeah, it just seems like yeah, I, don't know. I I'm, yeah, but I the I, don't know, I like maybe it. it's I the like production that makes it a little insincere to me. Yeah, uh, you know? I I like this one too. I actually really like this song. I mean, I just Willie's voice is like there's it's like weirdly so soothing to me yeah, or something. I can't really, explain it. He sounds great. On yeah. this. he sounds awesome on it. Like this song, he either helped him write it or it's. It it just is perfect for Willie. Like I would like to hear Willie yeah. do this song without Neil, kind of. Well, and you can, like you said, you can definitely hear Neil trying to be Willie. Oh, at the top, and I don't, I don't fault him Willie at all Neil. for that. No, you can't. I don't know <laughs> yeah. how you can't. You, you kind of have to, yeah. you know. It's like but, we, we all, we all do it. You yeah, do it. I, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But also, I mean, in a lot of these songs, when I was listening to this album and, and hearing Waylon sing, I was like, "Fucking Sturgill Simpson is just doing Waylon Jennings." Oh yeah. Yeah, Sturgill fucking rules. He, yeah, but Sturgill does his own just, shit, though. I know, but he's... But he's singing about he, physics and acid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, but... He sings about acid a lot. Well, if you listen to some of the, the some of those songs, man... Sturgill that, kicks ass, man. If you listen to... I know, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying he sounds just like Waylon Jennings. But if you listen to some yeah. of the stuff, even... If you if you really listen to some of those albums, Willie, Waylon, some of those guys, even at that time, were singing about some, oh, some yeah. cool, like, Buddhist-type shit. Yeah, it's because they cool. were taking acid yeah, too. I mean, yeah. they were doing all the drugs and yeah, like Chris Christopherson, and, right? The Highwaymen. Oh yeah, I mean, Highway, yeah, Johnny shit, Cash. Man. Forget about it. He the high, was, the highway, he was always high. Highway, yeah, was, Highwaymen is a trippy ass song. Yeah, I yeah, fucking love that. Yeah, song. Yeah, it's a cool one, man. All right, let's let's right. move on to Once yeah. an Angel. Okay. And at this point, I'm going to ask Russ to dance with me because he's looking really good in this cowboy outfit. Yeah. You mind dancing? It's with so a, funny that you with say an old that timer. because I literally wrote for this one. I wrote belt buckles and ten gallon hat slow dancing. Yes, <laughs> all I can absolutely. You know. This is a great slow dance tune. Goddamn romantic. So that's that's Ralph Mooney. That's not BK. Listen to his voice here. All right, listen to his voice. You're as close to heaven as all ever be no he's this is him singing like neil no as i disagree to, no i, I totally disagree. this is way more neil than the last song. No. he's trying to be country no he's he's more neil on this side totally than the last couple of songs a better man This is a great song. You're as close to heaven as You know why you like that? That's eight women doing that. Is those zoos. Wow. Yeah. Are you serious? Eight. It's listed on the back. Jesus eight Christ. Women. I hope they weren't union. <laughs> Holy fuck. All, I think all of these songs so far have had fucking Pig Robbins on here playing Hargus. piano. Hargus. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Background vocals. Doana. I don't know how you say Dona. D O A N A Cooper. Doana. Gail Davies, Betsy Hammer, Pam Rose, Janice Oliver Gill, Marianne Kennedy, Kristen Oliver Arnold, and Leona Williams. You sound like Cletus from The Simpsons listing your children. <laughs> That's Rufus Thibodeau. Look at that. Gordon Terry on fiddles. Carl Himmel, Joe Allen on bass. I don't know where Tim Drummond is. He must be on just no, a he live let, track. He, let, he he was like, I'm not playing that eat shit bass. Oh, he plays on on yeah, like I said, on the live one, Carl, yeah. on California Sunset. But I like this song because this one he's singing see, like I think normal he's trying to me. too hard to, for me on this one. Ah, but I, I like think it's one. it's a good straight ahead yes. country tune 
There's not a lot. It's about Peggy. There's yeah. not a lot to read in the lyrics. This is like this to me is like a to go back to the whole evangel the church thing. This to me is like a church hymn. It's like a it's like on the old rugged cross. Yeah, but I love church hymns though. Came, da, da, da. <laughs> That's the one thing I still love about it. I mean, yeah, I like some hymns too, but this one I don't know. I think he's this one's just a slow dance. This is where I think maybe that comment from Facebook with the guy who's like those country songs are da 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 and blah and whatever. I I I don't I don't hate this song, but I this to me is one of the ones where I'm like eh. I like I just like the imagery of this. I like that he it feels like he captures a time and a place very well in this. Like like you yeah, said like with the ten gallon hats, for, and the, yeah. He really can see like that mm-hmm. like old honky tonk bar filling up. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like, and then after this one, and like this, the they little, ruin it the with the honky twirl. tonk badonka donk or whatever the fuck they play now. And the like, Cotton Eye Joe, <laughs> don't you shit? That's old. Look, I fucking hate that. I don't know what country. No, songs I know nowadays now. it's way worse than that. That's bad too. But now it's fucking crack open well, the just, cores light. Go downtown, skip around, scoot around, diddle long down. I just think he sounds and more sincere. Like. It's country is not. It's no, so weird. That actually sounds awesome. Yeah, that would be cool yeah. if it was like yeah. that. But. I just think he sounds more sincere in this song than he had than he does on "Get Back to the Country." Or are there any more real cowboys? I don't know, man. Or, I felt like I think in this one he like was forcing the country thing a lot. Oh, see, I feel like this is the exact. But maybe opposite. not. Yeah, you know. The next just, song, I really, I don't know. The next song, at first, I was like, "This is weird," but now I actually really like I this lo- song. This, yeah. is, this is my number one. This on is probably my top. I like this song a lot. I like, I like it because it's weird. Yeah, it's very Neil. Yeah. Who's playing bass on this one? Uh, upright bass, Joe Allen. Okay. It's Ray Allen's relative. I feel like an acoustic version of this would be fucking awesome. Oh, so this is the one that has Marty Stewart on mandolin. Well, it's hard to hear. I mean, it's probably not playing here, but I've listened to the song a bunch. Can you keep it on until the that that vocal thing? I like this a lot right here. This is Waylon with him right here. I like that. But then I like this. Hold on. Yes. And then yeah. that sun, that, uh, what is yeah. that? What's that? Is that a. Uh... And then right here, they, they do that clack thing. Yeah. The production's nuts in this song. I like right here. Listen. Yeah. And then in the last verse, it's, it's like. Yeah. All right. I got All right. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is my number one. I like lyrically is, yeah, and cool. just like being an interesting song. And again, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't really hear Marty yeah. Stewart though much on this. I, I heard maybe, maybe I heard him. That's the Mandolin, thing. The production yeah. is so layered and thick yeah. on this. It's totally this is opposite. That do, this is Doana Doan, Doan, Cooper again. How the fuck would you say that name? Doana. Doana. Yeah. Do, kind of fond of Doana. I kind of wanna with Duana. Wanna, 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 wanna. <laughs> cash Duana, wanna. Um, yes, it's Cash Duana. Um, yeah, but she's the one doing that. I love that. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I like how they make it sound. I love, I love hearing Whalen come in just for that one like big, mm, you know, strong. Yeah, that strong, yeah, strong backing. But this, yeah. is, this is why I fucking love Neil. Is the, and this is why I, I really, I don't 
I really I think I appreciate this album more each listen is you so you have him being very country and like you said almost even hokey mm-hmm. and parody-ish and then you got that angel song where it's like very very country right slow country and then mm-hmm. you hate just throws in this song about fucking like space and watching yeah, Muhammad Ali hooker. videos yeah right like, it's, it's almost like the last trip to Tulsa yeah. kind of lyrics yeah. you know the like, seem random is, this but song it's, is it's so great weird. there's some fucking great yeah did you research this at all like what was there a thing here? Um, the only thing I found about the actual writing of the tune is the title, and that it was originally called Dakota, and yeah. Waylon told him it should be called Misfits, hmm. and so he changed it. But I see it as like, he right on top, he mentions American heroes. So it's like astronauts, Kennedy. Muhammad Ali, Kennedy, yep. you know, all that stuff. But then as it goes deeper into the song you've got the transparent hooker and i'm trying to figure out what that's all about maybe she's just really skinny like really run down really like you know skin on bones type of thing maybe yeah maybe it's like it's obvious she's a hooker yeah drugged or something like that yeah or i'm thinking maybe she's got some but she's kind of, sick too so right that's what i'm saying she she's got some kind something. of virus yeah you know, and, and at the in the eighties, that's something that was ignored through the whole eighties was the AIDS epidemic. Right. The Reagan administration just oh, put yeah, it aside the because the majority of the people dying and you had were the either war gay on drugs or they were yeah, yeah, they were drug addicts yeah. or they were African Americans. Right. You know, and he's like, Well let let them fucking die. Right. It's you awful. know, but I don't know, because he shared that kind of thing, that kind of belief. Unless he wrote this like much earlier. But I like how he starts it out like that. There's like these heroes, they're up in the space station, so it's kind of futuristic. But at the same yeah. time, they're, he's mentioning heroes from the past. Right. So it's like we're doing this great America's yeah, doing this talking, great stuff I mean, now. Yeah, 60s. But is it as great as what we were back then? Right. You know, and then the, the transparent hooker, though, I think I, I, I agree with that, Russ. Like, she's got yeah. a sickness because they talk about and then the, everybody the in the hotel and she's at. Yeah. And then, like, she and sneezes. The hotel everybody. doctor with nurse and, tel- and stethoscope, stethoscope announced the worst is over, well, but for, for her, her there is no hope. hope. Right. But then, like, God, I love this song. Way down in South Dakota on the Needles Highway, yeah. there's a lone red rider on the road today. And though his war is over, he's fighting on anyway. Although he's seldom sober, he's drinking whiskey all day. Down in that old box canyon where only misfits can go, he rides with no companion but saloon and rodeo. And then he repeats the chorus. To me, that's, I think, to me, he's referring to Native Americans. Oh, yeah. I think so, for sure. And the, and the, you know, the epidemic of alcoholism and drug use and the Native American. Yeah, and and probably that whole, because I was just in South Dakota and like, Went to the Badlands, which was amazing, but also like just because I, we were there, and I was like, yeah, I guess we might as well go see Mount Rushmore. But it's like that whole, that whole thing with like Crazy Horse and and right, just yeah. the Native Americans. It, you can really sense when you're in that place how fucked over and how yeah. taken advantage of. Which it, it's I find it's interesting, blatantly obvious when you're out there. Which I find interesting, Russ, because this is one hell of a cowboy album from a guy yeah, who, who supports is, I know. Yeah. Native right. American causes. Yeah, right? and what yeah. he's ta- he's talking about Reagan. He's talking about farmers and ranchers who were part of Manifest Destiny. Right. You know, right. taking the land and making those farms or those yeah, yeah those ranches and things weird, like man. that. You know, it's fucking Neil, man, fucking weird, man. Yeah. What do you think Elephantine is? I think that just means like. The camera being taking a huge, huge the picture of the like, earth, huge fisheye lens. Okay, 
Like, that's, that's what I got. That's it as, what I thought. Because it, yeah. I remember I thought it was some kind of drug shooting elephantine. Well, that's what I thought it was like yeah. something kind of some kind of I don't know. But I I just thought it was like because they had a camera shooting elephantine. It's when you shoot honey slides up your ass with an yeah. elephant trunk, and then your ass looks like a baboon's ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. Then your that's, ass looks like a baboon's ass. And that's what the Red Rider is. It's, that's right. His red ass. It's, it's his ass. red ass inviting you to mate. <laughs> Yeah, I like this song. Well, I'm going to read something interesting from, again, from a Melody Maker article where he said, or one of the guys reviewing it said, there's a lot of time traveling events happening. Really? In this song. Like, these events could all be happening simultaneously. Time traveling Mm -hmm. vamp. Right? Again, another time traveling vampire reference. Time traveling vampire. What do you think the sky is falling? Do you know what that means? I don't know, but I love it. I have he no idea, that, but I love it. That's at the end of the... He says that, like, what, three times? Uh, Yeah. I think just twice, because he repeats. It's just the chorus. Up in that new space station living Kennedy's dream, there's an automatic camera shooting elephantine while the crew is relaxing no, before the video screen. The, I know, but I'm reading it to get it to context. Watching old reruns of Muhammad Ali. The voice of Houston calling brought them back to the sea and said the sky is falling. Do you know what that brought means? Brought them back to the sea, not seen? Sea. Sea. Because that's how oh, yeah. astronauts, American astronauts would return. They'd land so in, then the, in the ocean. So then that's what it's going so on. So the space is program that, was like... They're the sky. This was like the peak of it, I feel like, this era. Because the Challenger was in January of 86, so it was right. less than a half a year after this. Right. But before that, they were just like... Like space, 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 space. Right, space. and then that you had, like, and then you had the Skylab yeah. in the seventies. Yeah, and the and the U.S. Russian the link up up yeah. there. You know, but at that time you're right because the the space shuttle program was going full on, and they. And but they everyone were, just they were building the International Space Station. They had starting sent, to before at that time. the Challenger. They had sent a senator up. Like they were just planning on like. Was, did, that did being Senator a regular Glenn thing. go up at that in the eighties? Yes. Oh, I thought that was later in the nineties when he was like. I don't know if it was Glenn. One, some senator went up right before the Challenger, like like one or two before the Challenger. Well, did you watch the Challenger documentary? Yeah, it was great. Too? I did. Yeah, I it was great. Well, what's that on Netflix? Netflix. Yeah. It's like a three parter. It's I, really fucking. I good. saw that happen at high sc- in my high school. Yeah, they had a nuts. TV in the library. That's crazy. And wow. so they invited people, if you wanted to come to the library, you could watch the Challenger take off. And then I remember that happening and nobody had any idea what was going on. Like, because the people yeah. on TV weren't saying it exploded or anything like that. Right. And we were all kind of like, why, why does it look like that? Right. Even the people there watching it. Right. They were just like, is that normal or? Yeah, what just happened? And then there? it slowly kind of sunk. And then there was an announcement made, like there was like a, catastrophic blah 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 yeah but in that like monotone it was guys cr- it was that was a yeah. fucked up time mm. so but, you have this this album this song mm. and then landing on water comes out next i mean who knows luke just saying you're opening up a fucking pandora's you're opening up a pandora's box pandora's pentacle full of hardtack <laughs> Speaking of opening up, I gotta open up my pants and take a piss. Oh, we're gonna have to take a break. Russ has got to drain the rattler. <laughs> The leather dick needs to be unzipped. And take a piss he did. At least that's how legend has it. And you know that boy likes taking a piss outside under the moon in the cold. Anyway, let's get back to some Neil Young, shall we? Stop moseying back from your piss. 
Tell you what, I hitched up, I hitched down my pantaloons. I was drawing yellow lines in a February snow. <laughs> Only town meeting fans will get that one. Sometimes the moon just fucks me up. <laughs> Fuck Sometimes. the leather dick that keeps you there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, let's crank through these because we're right. we're getting there. So what's up? Oh, California sunset. Side B starts with a live one. Just so you guys know, this song's about California. This is Spooner Oldham. On piano. That's a southern name for sure. He's been with Neil before. Really? Yeah. He played with Retha. Nice. California sunset. Alright. That's Rufus on fiddle. Carl and on drums. This is the one with Tim on bass. Yeah. Okay. And Ben Keith is playing steel. Right. And this is the one that's live from Austin City Limits. Yes. I'll yeah. leave it on for a second here. And a Anthony bit. Crawford is playing mandolin and singing. But how about that that off key fiddle that Rufus goes into? I like that. Yeah. Later on. I think yeah. it's gonna come. Isn't it coming like up next? The end. Oh right. No, I think it's, I think it's the right later. Here-ish. No, it's later. Hold on. He goes back into a. Yeah. yeah, it's at the towards the end. I mean, this is a pretty basic tune, you know, about his being a transplanted Canadian to California. Right yeah, right there. That was it. Ready? Is that on purpose? Do you think? Yes, it is. I mean, probably Rufus is. It sounds like the piano was kind of going along with him too. Yeah. Is that a statement about the state of California? I don't talk oh, about the statehood of California. You should have left the, the Golden State. The Golden State. <laughs> Speaking out. I love uh, I love Van Keith in this though. Yeah. BK. That's a man singing that with him. Yeah, right here. The Golden State. The it's Golden like, State. The Golden State if you Killer. Couldn't figure out what I was talking about. The Golden State Killer, yeah. <laughs> this one's for Patton Oswald's wife. I mean, this is, what? you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a pretty good tune. Tells a little bit of a story, I guess, but it's, it's fine. It's, it's kind not of, my favorite. <clears throat> it's not really too memorable. Yeah. No. I'm going to the next. Okay. Mike's favorite song. I bet you 100 bucks is Mike's favorite song. Not my favorite. But I actually like it, even though he turns on that hokey accent. And listen to the guitar. Yeah, man. Mike, your opinion's wrong. Again, that's not him on harmonica. That's Terry McMillan again, which is annoying. He should be playing the harp. I will say it makes me appreciate the harp more and how different people play harp different, which you don't think. I love that line. Yeah. Hard to teach a dinosaur a new trick. I like Whalen singing with him in this one too. Yeah, they they sing good together. Yeah, they do. Always. This one's growing on me a bit. Yeah, same. The guitar is nice. Is Neil playing guitar? 
Yes. Is okay. it an electric? Is it eight Whalen, guys playing Whalen, guitar? No. <laughs> this one's just Neil on acoustic and Wayland's Whalen's playing electric. Oh, yeah, and, oh, okay. and it's Ralph Mooney on steel. On again. acoustic nice. guitar, we got Pig, Joe, Ro- Pig Robbins is on the Jojo Pickens, piano. Stilly Crimson, Talkman Flumpins, Kosher Clumper, Carl Himmel, Spoonie, Spoonie Johnson, Joe Allen, Forks Bagonagle. I'm saying real names. You're saying Goonies, characters. Staples, Chitlin Jones, <laughs> Craps Tomlinson. <laughs> Joey Papalardi, <laughs> Shitty Stinky Totem Slap. I, I like this because it, it tells a it's a pretty I think it's a funny song. Even you know, even though he turns on the hokey accent, it's a funny tune. I love that line, hard to yeah. teach a dinosaur a new trick. I love stop that grass and yeah. give up all that drinking. And but I it, and a lot of people it interpret gets a little more bluesy at the end too, yeah. Which I noticed, which is like I I kind of liked that he got a little more bluesy at the end of it. A lot of people thought this was an anti-drug song, but not no, really. It's no. a song about you just can't give yeah, up. Yeah, you just can't having a good things. time. Yeah, or, you know. Yeah, because he says, "Stop that grass, give up the drinking. Really gonna make my life last. Clean up the whole way living up until the party last night. I, I was, was a, a different, different man, man, but yeah, old right. ways got their way again. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's a good line. That's a good yeah. Song. So there's a little bit of that rock and roll lifestyle. Even though in interviews he was like saying, like I think in Nashville now they were asking if he was going to get back with those Crosby, Stills, and Nash boys. And he's like, we have different lifestyles now. Yeah. And it's like, oh come on, <laughs> Neil, fucking Neil. You're the guy who did Speaking two weeks of- worth of cocaine in one night and recorded like a hurricane. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. Fucking- <laughs> it's so weird to think of like a hurricane and then the last right. three albums. Yeah. It's so weird to me. Take All it right. easy, my boy. Now listen to him singing here as compared to the last song. He, that's him on banjo. And he plays harmonica Neil? on this one. And he plays electric, yeah. Why are you growing up so fast? This is Neil. This is Neil. Right, so you hear him singing. Yeah. This is, this is his Neil. real voice. Yeah. And it's because he's super sincere about what he's singing about. Yeah, this one's growing on me. I like this song a lot. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. It's a great tribute to his son. No one's going to get that. I, do, I think I, I'm starting to hear what you're saying, though, about the production. This, it's is, just a beautiful, very... this is a beautiful Ben Keith song. This is Ben Keith? Yes. yes. You can nice. tell this yeah. one's Ben This song's actually about a 67 Chevy I owned. Growing up so fast. <laughs> so that's, Spooner, he wrote that for uh, Zeke. Spooner Oldham on uh, piano, Carl Himmel him on drums, Rufus on fiddle. Uh, a lot of people think, some background like the people he worked with, a lot of people thought he was neglecting Zeke because of the time he right. put in with helping Ben and his therapy and... I think that prompted him to write this song about Zeke. It's a goddamn Zeke, beautiful song. Zeke was actually, I think Carrie Snodgrass had custody of Zeke. And then eventually Neil kind of hired Zeke to work on the road crew. Nice. And and just to be with him more. So, But yeah, it's a really sweet song. It's like Transformer Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you read the lyrics of Transformer Man about Ben, right. you know, it's, it's just a really this sweet song. This is just more song. blatant, like Transformer Man, if you... I wasn't going to get that until you guys explained that to me. So, Right. Whatever. But it's a nice tune. I like it. I think so, too. I think it's a nice, sweet yeah. song. All right. Let's move on. Uh-huh. We're bound for glory. Okay. 
Okay, so listen to him sing on this one. Well, this is the I don't most... think I'm noticing the difference that you're hearing, Mike. I don't you, know if I You am. don't? I don't think so. This is a huge difference from the last song. Okay, imagine Neil not singing and just listen to the instrument, the instrumental track. It sounds like what you would like be pro- pre-programmed into a keyboard for country. Yes. Right. That's what I'm yeah. that's what I'm Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I'm saying about a lot of this album. Yeah. Yeah. This is the most to me like Waylon Willie like, right, and it's got that eat mamas shit don't eat your drum. don't let your babies. Right. Th- well, like, this listen when it kicks in the chorus. That's when I was like for for days. I was like, this sounds like something was bothering they me. Were bound for glory, bound I do like that piano though, right here. Well, and that wah, wah, wah. They were could use more goo if you ask me. Like two comments, so Pig it's Robin totally like nice it's totally she like gentle on my mind by Glenn yeah. Campbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Which I guess isn't a bad thing. No, if you're ripping off Glenn Campbell, you know. But he said he wrote this one on the bus after a couple of beers and some smoke. Again, this is Terry McMillan on harmonica, which. You know, oh, it was Billy Bragg that I just heard do a cover of this. Oh, yeah, Gentle yeah. on it's my mind. Awesome. It's really Here, beautiful. Yeah, it's really of this good. or Gentle on my Gentle mind. Gentle on my mind. Really? Yeah. Billy it's Bragg. Yeah, listen good. to this. Yeah. It's knowing that your door is always open and your path is free to walk. It's really pretty. Yeah. I knew because when you said that, I'm like, I just heard that this. Makes me tend to leave my sleeping bag rolled up and stash behind your couch. It's fucking gorgeous, man. Yeah. yeah. It's knowing I'm not shackled by forgotten words and bombs. This is actually Billy Bragg and Joe Henry. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Joe Henry's a great What's producer, too. What's this from? This is from Shine a Light Field Recordings from the Great American Railroad. Oh, yeah. It's so fucking good. Is this the one they recorded while busking in different cities? It might be. It's got Hobo's Lullaby on it, Railroad Bill. So if you want to talk about me hating train songs, it's the opposite when it comes to this <laughs> album. It's in, I think he does Midnight, yeah, Midnight Special. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, I'm not going to play this whole album. It's all Billy actually. Bragg? Yeah. It's Billy Bragg and Joe and Henry. Henry. Yeah. Uh, it really, really good. And then yeah. every album Billy Bragg does with Wilco is fucking... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway. what's gentle on Billy Bragg's mind? The dream of a Marxist state, <laughs> agrarian state? I don't know anything about him politically. Oh, really? oh yeah, he's super like... Oh, communist, really? Marxist, socialist. Sounds yeah, like my kind thing. of guy. He's always been like yeah, that. I'm a socialist yeah. guy too. Sounds, so. sounds yeah. like my I mean, kind of guy. You know, so I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm a Bernie thing. guy. He's he's you know he's been consistent in the, like the 30 years he's been making music. So. Don't Bernie me. <laughs> it's from Incredibles. Oh, All right, that's right. All right, but Let's, yeah, that last that that I agree with with you on that one. That song in particular, the instrumental is like. It could be a bit of karaoke, you know. It's, right, it's yeah. Whatever. But yeah. Let's but it's on. about loving in a sleeper cab. Yeah, the lyrics are, are like 
Jesus. <laughs> this one does nothing for me. Where's the highway tonight? Uh, well, Bound for Glory. Well, and, oh, Bound and for Where's Glory. the highway tonight? And I thought I thought he was going to kind of end on a banger. Should I hop right into it? Yeah, get right into it. Yeah. There we go. I don't hate this one, but it's. This it's, sounds like Charlie Rich right here. <laughs> it's hokey. The Silver Fox. Cause when we get behind clothes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you started off like you were gonna nail it, and then you just went way up there. <laughs> no, your 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 ramp up was good, and then you just went off key a little bit. See, uh, to me, he's singing like Neil here, and he's not turning on the country accent. I do. I the only the thing I thing I like about this one is Waylon again. If, listen to this one when Waylon sings because you'll see what I mean about it's like that sounds like Sturgill. But this is not Ben Keith, by the way. This one's Ralph Mooney again. Ralph Mooney. And Pigo, we got Pig back on <laughs> fucking Hargis. I think. I think this is the one where Waylon sings a verse, right? Or was that the last one? No, that was the last one. Oh, okay. But well, that was the one I wanted to hear because he sounds like Sturgill a lot. But. Where he left two kids and a wife. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's just kind of. It's kind of fine. I don't know. To me, this sounds like it could be on Homegrown. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. got that dreamy quality to it, you know. Yeah, I like and he's this singing one. like more like, like Neil one. and doesn't have a big yeah, accent going. But it also kind of closes out the way it started <clears throat> with that. You know, the wandering, I'm the wandering wind. I'm the next akin to the wandering wind. And this yeah. is the same thing. It's kind of like, where's the highway tonight? I got to get on the road. I got to get out of here. I'm not, I don't mm-hmm. like staying in one place. Well, he was a highwayman. He was. Well, Waylon was. Waylon was. Do you think Neil was mad that he wasn't asked to be a highwayman? <laughs> I think Neil was too much into trains to be an actual highwayman. What would his verse be? <laughs> I was a highwayman staring at birds along the lane. <laughs> But I prefer trains. Staring at birds while on a train. (laughs) (laughs) A teddy bird came flying. (laughs) I was a time-traveling vampire. No, 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 Neil. It's no, 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 no. So, uh, side note, Geffen only printed 80,000 copies when this came out. Hmm. Think about that. Was that why this was the lowest? I read this was his lowest-selling album that's not Ever. why. I don't even think he sold that much. Oh jeez. Yeah. Oh, I mean people geez, Neil. this is this is the album where people's like Neil fell off. He's done. He he just doesn't he's not huh. in touch anymore. See, th- I feel He doesn't care about his fans anymore. I feel bad about this one people saying that because this one to me felt like he was really going for something. This one didn't feel like a fuck you to anyone. It this one felt like he really was trying to make something that he enjoyed. Well, and he making. made this before um, everybody's rocking. Right. Well, yeah, no, he, no, he started it. He started. And a lot of those tunes yeah. didn't make it over to here. And then oh, the okay. ones that did, he added like a million other session guys to it. Okay. I guess the stuff he recorded before Everybody's Rocking was a little more raw. Mm. And that's why Elliot Mazer wanted to quit halfway through because he was like, I'm tired of you bringing in all these people. You're ruining yeah. a perfectly you know, good batch of songs. I don't necessarily blame him. Like if this album was a little more raw, I feel like it would be well, way... I suggest you guys listen to the International Harvesters album of Treasure because that's a really great, and it's got some of these songs on it, and it's got some, it's got a great, uh, what is it? I think it's, um, it's got it. Oh, Southern Pacific, the song you hate from. If it's really good though, Luke, you might like you might like the version of it. It's really good. 
But he also told the his Tim uh, Allen train. He also told his told his manager Elliot Roberts. He was he said so, Elliot was like, "Why are you doing this? Why are you talking like about Reagan and why are you doing this country thing?" He's like, "I want to tear it all down. I want to burn it all down and make a clean slate." So that's why I was kind of thinking hmm. maybe he's setting up a country career. He was. I think he's totally alienating anybody who who loved Rust Never Sleeps or anything that was rock. And he was just going to build a country career so he could play until he was the age he is now. And because he thought he would look look silly, you know, playing rock and roll. And he was tired. Like you said, Luke, he was tired of the game. He was tired of hanging out in the rock scene. He didn't want to end up like David Crosby. Yeah. You know. The thing he didn't realize, though, is that rock and roll will never die. Who said that? It's from something. You should write that down. That's a good good idea. Hey, hey, we should uh, go to our top three. Okay. My, my top three. Oh. Uh, actually, I'll go third. Okay. You start us off, Shu. All right. Well, I'd say my uh, number three. Um, hmm. I think my number three would be Once an Angel. I think my number okay. two would be Old Ways, and my number one would be Misfits. My number three would probably be Old Ways. I think my number two is, are there any, uh, no, I'm sorry, Get Back to the Country, even though it's got the goo-goo overly done, an overdone goo-goo in it. (laughs) Uh, And my number one is... What is it, the Manchinka? (laughs) The Manchego. Oh, no, that's a cheese. The the Moncharga. (laughs) Moncharga. What was it? What did you say? My number one is Misfits. What was your number two? Um, Old Ways. Oh, okay. So yours was old ways, all right. Mine was angel, once an angel, old ways, old ways misfits. misfits. All of our top, all, I think everyone's top was mine's going to be misfits as yeah. well. Um, Which is his ode to the misfits, I think <clears> I remember <throat> reading, even though they didn't exist yet. No, no, they existed. Really? Oh yeah, they started in like seventy eight. This is probably why that guy was like, yeah, all those the they don't have their facts right because we just say shit that we're <laughs> not we're obviously being ridiculous. <laughs> But we make it sound like we're serious. <laughs> Look, if you come confident, they'll believe anything you say. That's right. right? Um, I my three is get back to the country, uh, and then any more real cowboys is two, and misfits is one. You know, I might change my three to my boy actually, because I really like that song. I think it just hit me in the right way. So whatever. Anyway, what about the cuts? I think I would cut I'd probably cut California Sunset I didn't hate it I just I think that would be my cut Because he I don't like that he says The Golden State (laughs) He's just being informative I know I don't like that I'd cut uh, Wayward Wind Really? Yeah I don't know I think I would cut Either Once an Angel Or Maybe Bound for Glory I don't know. I might cut Bound for Look, Glory, actually. go home, keep your outfit on, put on Once an Angel, slow dance with a girl. What you feel totally different. What are you going to wear next week, Russ, man? Nothing. You're going to wear the... I'm just going to be fully nude. Are you going to wear the life I'm preserver? I'm going to be soaking wet. Yeah, just Are you going to wear the life preserver. preserver that's located under your seat compartment? Yes. Yeah. And I'll have a... a just get a... Pa- oh, the get oxygen a, thing? Yeah, just get a Pan thing. Am pilot's outfit from uh, <laughs> Catch Le- Me If You Can. Leonardo uh, DiCaprio. Yeah. <laughs> just go borrow Leo's. <laughs> Kyle and ready. Kyle and ready. All right. Well, How'd thank- you pass the bar exam in Louisiana? Louisiana. 
Thank you for listening to Long May You Young. We're on Facebook. Uh, we're on Twitter at Long May You Young. We're Instagram, on Instagram at Long May You Young. Check out the Neil Young subreddit. We're on Twitch. We're no, on, we're not on Twitch. Are we on Twitch? Twitch. Twitch. Like, <laughs> people watch us. <laughs> not really. Well, to see the Listen. outfits at least. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, come on, man. Don't That'd you play video games Twitch on right Twitch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't have to. Nowadays, it's, no. It's they like do everything. doing anything. I think, um, you know, Toucher and Rich, they're on Twitch, aren't really? they? Really? Toucher and Twitch. Toucher and Twitch. Thomas Middle Twitch is on Twitch. I know. Tommy Mids. All right, next week. Landing um, on water. It's landing on water. Yeah, man, we've already done trans. Now we're on landing on water. I think I put this album down there with landing on water. This one we just did. Maybe it's a little bit above landing on water. Landing on water, dude, is really growing on me. See, that's... I'm excited to give it a fresh listen. There's something wrong with you. I don't know if there is. I think I might like it. I think I might enjoy it a little bit too, Shu. I don't know. I got to remember. I'm going to give it a fresh listen. Okay. I mean, I like a couple of tunes I'm listening to it with the weight of the world on my shoulders. Well, that's well like, we all know how Dave Korchmar feels about yeah, it. Yeah, well, well, you a, guys. There's are a lot of pressure there. Yeah, we might have a, we might have a that? special interview uh, next week. And if you don't think that we're gonna have it, then you're wrong. It you're, might not be wrong. next. Week. You're wrong. Is it next? You're week? wrong. No, yeah, next week. No, it's not. <laughs> there you go. Okay. All right. On that note, thank you very much. Thanks, youngsters. Oh wait, wait. What? Uh, Long may you young is part of the Pantheon podcast yeah, yeah, network. Yeah, Pantheon. Yeah. Pantheon. Oh, are we supposed to do that thing? No. No, they they're doing it for us. Yes. So okay. get your Doobie Brothers DVDs. Woo! Yep. Get your doobies. <laughs> get your doobs. It keeps you. Get dry. your doobies, buddy. <laughs> all right, let's hang this. Yeah, man. That about does her. Wraps her. Wraps her all up nice. Endings washed over the deeps. <laughs> all right, bye. Well, that'll about do her, won't it, youngsters? We want to thank y'all for listening to this tall tale from three dudes who don't know nothing. Anyway, I don't know about you, but I think Russ did a pretty goddamn good job on Sam Elliott voice. Kind of weird that I'm saying that in Sam Elliott voice, but hey, what are you going to do? Anyway, we love you. Come on back now, will you? The end has washed over the dudes of... Long may you young. Anyway, <laughs> what did you want? Me, what did you want me to say? Something else? It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. 
That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 